BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What is up, Gypsy Gang? We're back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. And in studio, it's your boy, Luke Kidgel. Uh, he has been basically just trying to outrun COVID for the last uh, the last few months. So done a stint in Darwin, then Perth, um, and then he's been on a bit of a regional Queensland tour. Uh, he is performing tonight at the Lone Star Tavern in Mermaid Beach. Tickets are still available. So uh, basically, we recorded this one today. We're releasing it today. I'm excited. I actually have never watched Luke live. I've seen his stand-up before, obviously, uh, but never been in the crowd. So I'm excited. Uh, tickets are at LukeKidgel.com uh, if you want tickets for tonight's show on the Gold Coast. I believe there's a 6 p.m. and an 8.30 uh, and then two shows in Brisbane this weekend. So if you're a Queenslander uh, on the southeast of Queensland and you think Luke is a funny fucker like I do, um, then yeah, get your tickets and uh, and head on down. Uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you, as always, by the guys at Boost Mobile. You can head to boost.com.au for Australia's best prepaid service provider. Um, I run the $300 plan. That's 240 gig. Uh, gets me pretty much through uh, the 12 month period uh, also if you head to boost.com.au slash refurbished uh, you will be able to peruse their range of refurbished phones that's the phone that I run uh, I definitely don't want to be paying full price uh, for for iPhones when uh, the guys at Boost have got some 10 out of 10 uh, pre-owned phones. So boost.com.au. Uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at Crickstweed. You can head to crickstweed.com.au. Um, be like a bunch of the gypsy gang that have bought cars through uh, the guys at Cricks. Um, I think that their service is pretty insane. Um, great range of new and used vehicles and then they'll do all your servicing. They'll take care of everything. Kyle is the man there. Once again, crickstweed.com.au. We're also brought to you by Fist. You can head to fisthandwear.com. They've just dropped chapter 16. Uh, I talk about the Breezer gloves. They're my all-time favorites. Um, the gloves that I've been running for a while were the, I guess, sample versions of those, but they're finally out now. So if you want to uh, jump on and grab yourself a pair of those for your uh, sweaty little mitts, then uh, use the code Gypsy Gang. That's going to get you 15% off. That code is also going to get you 15% off at dixonquality.com.au. Um, that's it for me. Nice and short and sweet for the ads. Uh, this was fun. Luke comes in, sits down. We just talk literally shit for three hours. 
um, and then that's it. So really enjoyed it as always. Um, Luke's one of my favorite guests, one of the easiest dudes to talk to. Oh, also before before you go, uh, merch is available at Gypsy hyphen tails dot com uh run line sizes we're about to try and do some more hopefully um and then don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel as well uh we've got gypsy tales uh, which is the moto content and the uh the shorter clips from the podcast and gypsy tales podcast is the full length youtube podcast which we're working on getting up uh and out basically every week on point um thanks very much guys peace Luke Kidgel joining us on the podcast. He's on the Gold Coast tonight at the Lone Star Tavern. I did it. Come and watch. <laughs> come and watch funnies. What an ad. <laughs> so apparently tickets are still available. Uh, I'm going to be going. So if you want to come watch this dude make jokes, um, probably at me. Yeah. Come to the Lone Star Tavern tonight. <laughs> you actually look like now the type of guy I'd pick on it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start recording, I reckon. Um, I've put that aircon on and I just feel like I can't feel anything. Why are you hot? You make me nervous. That's that's That yeah, tracks. Let's just do this later because I reckon we're probably going to have better shit in the fucking podcast. We're we recording. Lucas, Kidjil, Jasonus, get out, mate. Gypsius, <laughs> Gypsius. What is your last name? McAlpine. Oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, it's not Gypsius. <laughs> no, no, that's my middle name. Yeah, okay, of course. Luke Kidjil, Luke at Lucas Kidjil is uh, back in the studio. He's on the Gold Coast. He's a man on the run. I feel like I'm always on the Gold Coast. Yeah, I like it. You're you're getting up there now in terms of guests, appearances on this podcast. Wow. You're just slowly, slowly creeping your way into... And it's not on brand for the podcast at all. Nah, nah. Who is the number, like, the most frequent guest you've Sam. had? But oh. Sam's not really, like, a guest. At this, point, at this point, is he a guest? You're like Conan and he's Andy. Yeah. Yeah, he's or like... Or who else could we think? Um... Are we talking about duos or sidekicks here? Um, duos. Ah, oh, you're Hamish. He's Andy. Yeah, there you go. He's a fucking. He's he has actually hasn't been around for a while. Sam. Yeah, this is a bit of a call out. I've only met him once. I think. Only met. Maybe he'll come to the Lone Star Tavern yeah, tonight. Perhaps. Gold Coast. I am Friday. There. Yep. I mean, it's probably already done by the time this. No, no, no. I'll, I'm out. literally going to cut this bit out and put it on Instagram. Oh, okay, great. So this is your ad. This oh. is this is the spot. Come. <laughs> <laughs> to the show Don't, not just come like a semen <laughs> um, no it's good to be back dude I, uh, Ronan's back this time I noticed last time I bagged you about your uh, sandals yes and the Birkenstocks the Birkenstocks and now he's wearing uh, shoes closed what are you wearing this morning what are you running Okay. Nikes. He's a bit of a Nike, white Nike guy. Yeah, but you know what? Insecure. I bet when he put this on this morning, <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to make that same mistake twice. If I were you, I would have run it twice. I would have been like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. Just making a statement. Yeah. It's like, I will fucking protect my Burks. Yeah. At all costs. What he's- am I running this morning? Actually, I need, I got these. Uh, Nike man too. But d- these things are trashed. This is my fucking... 
That's not even like a shoe that's like you can even bring up. I, I'm no. embarrassed for you that you look down. But you know, I've got like the Forrest Gump running vibes. These are probably the shoes he wore. Probably. <laughs> I think that actually. Can you fucking look that? What were those shoes? They look like Nikes from the eighties. Yeah. Well, they're. T- I think they're called like ta- trail like tailwinds. Tailwinds. I think these are called actually a Cortez. That's the one that he wore. Fuck! I need a pair of those. That looks more like what Ronan's wearing. Actually, yeah, just with a different color tick. Yeah, all right. That uh, that Forrest Gump. I think that might be me for you know Hall- of, um, Halloween. I've never seen it. You've ne- and I and I used to do running as well. I fucking really. I know that, really, that makes really that makes me angry. Why? I don't know. It's one of those ones where I only just watched Pulp Fiction during the last lockdown. Okay. Just because I... It's not a motorcycle, it's a chopper, baby. <laughs> Favorite but I, line of the I didn't movie. really... Oh, man, I'm just going to lose everyone right now. No, that's right. Hey, shoot your shot, man. I didn't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, well, I didn't think you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going, right? So, like, I knew you were about to say it, and I was prepared for it, and then as soon as you said the words, I, just, I was just like... Ugh. You know what? I think it's more of a reflection Dude, of me. John Travolta, though, right? I didn't get it. Here's the thing about uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. <laughs> They're not really about anything. Nah. There's no narrative. Nah. And I get that that's the point. It's like, no, it's about the movie, but it's like... And it's about, the, like, the dialogue. Like, the I think that the thing you need to really try and appreciate when you're watching a Quentin Tarantino film is not, like, the story arc or the plot. It's mm. like the dialogue. The dialogue is just fucking insane. And so, to hijack you not liking Pulp Fiction... No, please do. That was the kind... So, before Pulp Fiction, dialogue in, like, action movies in that way, just they didn't go together. You were, like, an action movie or you were, like, a drama movie. Yep. And he invented real dialogue in that type of film with that type of action. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember any of the dialogue. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I remember John Travolta gets shot in the bath, and I was like, why did I watch him for 15 minutes have a milkshake then if he's just going to die? That's all I could think about the whole time. I was like, why is this happening? Why is that happening? I think I thought too much about it. Yeah, okay. I did really like the scene where Quentin Tarantino was in it, and they like have to clean up the car. That was yes, awesome. There's yeah. like a few great moments in it, Yeah, but I was in overall, I was just confused. I was like... I need to watch it again, but I loved the uh, that... His fucking girlfriend at the end, I just think, is so great. Like, just the most oblivious chick of all time. They're like, I want to go get some buttermilk pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, doing that. And then she's like, oh, that's such a good motorcycle. And he's like, it's not a motorcycle. It's a chopper, baby. Yeah, but it Where, just... Where's your friend Zed? Zed's dead, baby. <laughs> it was just the most but fucking... <laughs> it's one of those things where I watched it and I was like, I feel like I missed this. I'm too late by 30 years. Well, so, yeah. So, that's the problem, right? So, if you watch Pulp Fiction with every other movie like mm. you would have seen a trillion movies that have been inspired by Pulp Fiction right. that like made that genre better yes so like you're watching the first one you know yeah, what I mean yeah it was like groundbreaking for the time yeah but, I, I but think if you watch it now then it's like the genres like it develops so yeah much. I think a lot of people hold nostalgia with things mm. like I this is oh god I don't know why I'm saying this I feel like this is confessions of a moron like right now <laughs> I've never seen The Simpsons Ever. Like, a full episode. Wow. I, I think I wasn't allowed... I was definitely one of the kids that wasn't allowed to watch it. Like, for... A, wow. Up until a point. But then I hit that point where I guess I was allowed to watch it. 
But like, it wasn't like a thing where my dad came in like, son, now you're allowed to watch yeah. Homer Simpson and Bart and their adventures. He didn't say that. It was just like one of those things where I probably wasn't allowed to watch it. And then... It just became a thing. And then it just became a thing. And then I just didn't want... I got probably hit the age where I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah. It was like your dad come in. He was like, Luke, Lucas. Yeah. We've uh, big, big night for you tonight, mate. We have extended your bedtime by yeah. half an hour. <laughs> you know, that happened when I was a kid with Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll never forget this day. My dog died when I was in grade two. <laughs> and that night, my dad's like, mate, you can watch Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is, and you know, he was correct. He's like, if there's anything that's going to make this kid happier... It's, it's gonna be Shrek and Donkey climbing up a hill and farting, and mate, he fucking nailed it because we're still still a great film, still one of my all time faves. Still stands, still stands. Isn't up. that funny though that like, yeah, they, they were quite strict. So when was I allowed to watch Shrek? Well, that movie's like PG. It was like yeah. I was like eight. I don't like, understand that one. Yeah, I'm not sure. I watched that and I was like. Oh, Dad, I'm not sure whether the content here I need to be censored for when I was seven. Uh, but now that I'm an eight-year-old, I can really understand these farts. <laughs> I really get the, the undertones. The here. undertones. <laughs> oh, that's why he burped in the swamp. Fuck. It's like he didn't want people in his swamp. But you know what? There, it actually is a pretty uh, uh, deep uh, the, narrative if you look into yeah, it. Yeah, there is some. That, that's what those movies did well. Yes. Is they catered to the parents. Well, you, mate, you like, you watch just it. Just like Shrek and Onion, those movies had layers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Uh, I was like that with South Park. We weren't allowed to watch South Park, so I've only just. Yeah, I've, I've watched a bit of South Park. It, I don't know. Again, I feel like I don't. What was your cultural linchpin as a kid? Like I'm weird. Like I don't know. Uh, Arthur. I'm just Arthur from a different, was pretty dope. I'm from a different like. That's a, that's an American show though. Every time you come on this podcast, ABC Kids. Yes, because we didn't have Foxtel. So I didn't really watch Nickelodeon or anything. I didn't really like watch that much TV or do like normal kid shit. Like I started playing Pokemon in year nine English class. Yeah, right. Like because I was like, my friend had it on his laptop and I was like, I'll give this buddy a thing a whirl. I was like, what what are these squirtles about? (laughs) And then within like two weeks, I'd beaten like four of the games. Did you get, so you got pretty into it when you did? Yeah, but as we all did, like that's Mm. all I remember from like Romeo and Juliet at school was mm. like during you know you should play them on the Game Boy emulators on the computer so you could play them in like times oh, 10 speed so yeah. you can just like rip through all the levels quickly fight a thing move on fight you can like beat the Elite Four in like a week if you go hard you know if you have enough English and humanities classes that week it just depends on your schedule you know <laughs> but yeah no I was kind of weird as a kid I used to go outside isn't yeah. that strange yeah we did a lot of that we did yeah. a lot of outsiding as kids. I was a cubby house bike riding kid. Yeah. That's, I remember that from the first podcast. You yeah. Were, you were a bit of a BMX kid. I, I didn't have a console growing up. Yeah. No, we didn't either. We weren't allowed. But you're... How old are you? 33. Yeah. So that's uh, that's less weird. Yeah. Consoles yeah. weren't as common. That was like, what, Nintendo 64? Yeah. So Nintendo 64 was the shit. Uh, and then PlayStation 2. That would have been when you were a teenager, PlayStation 2, right? Yeah, yeah, but I remember that was like, dude, I used to fucking like... I used to be friends with kids just because they had a PlayStation. But that's, that yeah. was a real thing. That was a thing. Fucking super real but thing. But I wasn't that into it even when I went to my friend's house because I sucked at it. Yeah. And it's not fun to be yep, to I do something you'd well. shit at. Like I, do you, you know it was like a weird one that everyone forgot about? Do you remember iToy? <laughs> it was like this, the first version of Wii. Yeah. And it was like this camera, but it was the most basic version of the technology where there was this game where 
you would watch your body movements and there was a game where you had to chop ninjas see that one where you're chopping ninjas right there that guy you would go like this that's is that a, that's a girl but fine that's fine oh sorry that was little bow wow <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was soldier boy yeah <laughs> So, uh, right, just like chopping like ninjas, but then there was this hack where if you walked up to the camera and just put your finger over it, all the ninjas would die because it thought you were just chopping them all at once. So it was just working on movement. So if you just covered the camera completely, it was like 100% yeah, he's, karate yeah, chop yeah. the whole screen at once. And then I think that died pretty quick because everyone uh, realized that this is not good technology. Then they released the remotes on Wii, yeah. changed the game. Game changer. But iToy was a thing. Maybe, I can't believe you missed that one. You know what? You were probably an adult when that came out. Yeah, probably a little bit of a grown up. Yeah, no, I don't, uh, yeah, I never From memory, I actually, looking at these pictures, I'm not sure how popular it was. I'm not sure why I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a game on PlayStation 2. Oh. Uh, oh, it was like a added thing where you plug it into your PlayStation. iToy. Uh, I thought it was its own console. Yeah, right. I wonder. Fuck, was that pre iPhone? Oh, yeah, dude. Look, that's the everything was pre iPhone. That's the O G I, but it was spelled E Y E. <laughs> they actually spelt it correctly. Yeah, Ugh. that's fucking gross, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> so Forrest Gump, and you just never got around to it. Oh, damn it! I really thought we'd like nah. steer away know, from this. You know that that is probably there is a case. to I be would made. like it. There is a case to be made mm. for it being. The best movie of all time. Really? I, I think so. Have you seen Forrest Gump? Yeah. Like, as far as movies go, I... Do you like it? Yeah. That and then Cars. <laughs> that and then Cars. All right. Cool. Ronan, shut the fuck up. For the rest <laughs> you of the are not helping Jason's <laughs> argument right now. Yeah. Cars is great, but I'm not, like, putting Lightning, Lightning McQueen and Mater up there and, like, oh, best of all time. Yeah, you know? look, I mean, maybe in Pixar films you can have that conversation. Even but. still, let's let's chat Toy Story. Let's chat Finding Nemo. Why are you throwing Cars up in Pixar's best moments? Cars 2 and 3 just poo-pooed that whole saga. <laughs> I've, uh, I haven't seen you, Cars. You stopped dabbling. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm out on those. At some point when I have kids, I'm sure I'll make a return. There's a few good Pixar ones. There was that good Coco one about a little Spanish kid who plays guitar. No, no, Added no, some no. moments. Yeah, okay. I didn't cry, but I was moved. You know, the last one that I, <laughs> I was moved, yeah. I was on the verge. Yeah. I was on the cusp of tearing up. <laughs> it used to sound like I was horny. Yeah. I was on the verge. Like I'm watching it. Like, oh. Oh, I had a semi-emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I had an emotional semi. <laughs> My brain was like sitting in a half chub. <laughs> uh, Moana, that was the last one that I watched that was uh i think that was just regular disney yeah that was, was good it? Yeah. yeah but it isn't disney and pixar uh i think disney uh, bought pixar split, but it's yeah. a separate animation studio yeah fair yeah. enough uh but yeah so far anyway Gump. so motorbike Forrest, Forrest sorry i just feel like we're losing people no nah, you cook no fuck you're <laughs> you were cooking it not watching that yeah i'm dumb i would like it yeah because it's about running i know what it's about you know those movies where i've never seen titanic as well because you feel like you've seen it because you just kind of know what happens feel like that's a little different that's one of those ones where you 100 percent know know what happens yeah. like it's own the whole movie is it's just about, out there yeah it's just about a fucking ship hitting an iceberg for three hours yeah and it's just like one big build up to something that you already know is gonna happen 
Yeah, but Forrest, I've seen like but bits you, and pieces. But there's no way you could predict all of what happens in Forrest Gump. Or yeah, like okay. it's just, yeah. I've obviously seen the scene where he's like, I just kept running and the running, right? Like I've seen that part, yeah. that like eight minute chunk or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I actually don't really know what happens in the rest of the film. I could, I could, if I filmed myself, like if I did the podcast and had the microphone here the whole time, I reckon I could recite most of that movie. Mm. And just like, you could cut. The I movie. just disagree with uh, Forrest's core values. I truly don't think life is like a box of chocolates. But you don't know what you're going to get ever. I know, but like in a box of chocolates, you do because it's on the package. <laughs> <laughs> I've always got confused by that. <laughs> it's like you never know what you're going to get. I'm like, is this guy ever bought favorites? They're all on the packaging. Like sometimes I won't buy a box of chocolates because I'll be like, I fucking hate Turkish delight. I don't want that shit. And then I'll just buy Freddo's because I know what I'm going to get. <laughs> yeah, give me all the bounties. Hold the Turkish yeah. delight. And what's those Moros? Oh, Moro. Oh, what is... Who? What kind of psychopath eats a Moro? They're putting in a chocolate that's not sold anywhere. They're just putting in a filler. Well, they're just like... It's almost an ass- uh, an insult to our intelligence because it's like, okay, I'm buying this because they're favourites. Like, they're the ones... They're my favourite ones that I yeah. always buy. And you're just like sneaking some shit in that no one has ever. How can it be so anyone's they favourite? They don't have a Moro in its own packet? You ever seen one? No. Only because... So like, how can it be a favourite? Man, Ronan's good. Already Googling Moro <laughs> chocolate. Okay, they've got their own chocolate so, bars. So they exist maybe they're american it seems like something americans would enjoy y- yes offense yeah 20 americans because um, it is horrific yeah so look i don't know how they i don't know how they i don't know how they're passing that off as chocolate yeah uh, as a favorite no it's no one's favorite that's for sure but yeah but it's like just existing in that ecosystem yeah. of legitimate favorites yeah but anyway everyone thinks like forrest is onto something i, I disagree yeah, no, well, I... Uh, Maybe that's why I'm boycotting the film. I'm like, change your opinion on chocolates, and then we'll talk first. <laughs> yeah, look, that that is one thing that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, but there is a lot of stuff in there that that, uh, that is quite good. Yeah, okay. It's, it's one of the... It's probably the best soundtrack of all time for a film. Um, <laughs> this man's never seen Guardians of the Galaxy, that's for sure. <laughs> Full. <laughs> prat, prat, prat. <laughs> yeah, one of the best soundtracks, one of the best movies. Yeah. Casting's amazing. Yeah. But yeah. if you went, if I went through like the top IMDb top 10, I, I'm embarrassed to like how many I haven't seen. What would be in that? Like Can I've seen Shawshank. IMDb top, top movies. Uh, top movies of all time. Like I've seen Shawshank. I've never seen any of the Godfathers and that makes up three of the top really? 10. Really? They're long. All right, top-rated movies, IMBD. The duration on those. Wow, Shawshank yeah, Redemption, top one. That's a great movie. All right, so we'll read out the top ten here. Shawshank Redemption, The Godfather, The Godfather Part 2, The Dark Knight, 100% agree with that. Yeah. Angry Men, what was that one? 12 Angry Men. Uh, 12 Angry Men. Schindler's List, fucking bit of a classic. Racist if you don't have that in the top ten. Um, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, hard not to argue. Pulp Fiction. Uh, the Good, the Bad, the Ugly, and then Lord of the Rings. Fight Club in 11, Forrest Gump 12. Fuck, this is sick, this list. Inception. It's almost like 13. it's the list of the best movies of all time. It's all, these movies are so good. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like in a fucking bit of an order. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Forrest Gump. The Matrix. Star Wars gets 15th. Empire Strikes Back. That's everyone's favorite. 
Empire I, I'm a Return back. of the Jedi man. I love yeah, myself. Yeah, Return of Ewok. the Jedi was the fucking shit yeah, for me. Yeah, Battle too. of Endor, dude. Yeah, Ewoks, that's... Ewoks swinging down from trees. Mm. Didn't have that kind of motorcycles. Future motorcycles. Oh, he's his father. Cool, dude. Oh, this is um, go back. So this is the worst, like top fifty. Well, I've never heard of any of these. That's two hundred fifty. Yeah, I haven't heard of any of these. Well, I guess that's why they're in the worst two fifty. Yeah, but you, surely you'd think that the worst movie of all time. Oh, hang on, no, no, they're, they're still in the top two fifty. Yeah, go in the worst. Is there like a list of the worst ever movies of all time? What was that one that Franco ended up remaking? I don't know. I've hardly seen any James Franco films. I watched that one, like, This is the End. That was a good movie. Yeah, but that was more of a Seth Rogen written film, wasn't it? The yeah. Franco and was Evan in. Goldstein. Yeah, yeah. What are the top 10 worst movies ever made? Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, let's go there. And we're having some technical internet issues not, not like us in this studio no. we've actually like semi fixed it but I don't know what the fucking deal is oh, now stop fucking lying to yourself Jason <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus um, maybe it's this link no there you go fucking eat a dick Luke um, nom, 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 nom. in the name of the king oh surprise surprise a Jason a Jason Statham movie is considered <laughs> the worst of all time <laughs> okay material girls blood drain yeah. The fog. Speed 2. <laughs> <laughs> this is epic. Just sounds like kick-ons. <laughs> <laughs> movie 43. Yeah, this is fucking terrible movies. A movie called Vampires Suck. Serving Sarah. Sandra Bullock movie. Great. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I've never heard of any of these. For good reason, I guess. These are rated 3%. That's a lot so th- lower than what you'd want. Three percent. Yeah, imagine working on something for three and a half years, four years. You'd write it, edit it, post production, direct it. Then at the premiere, there's a hundred people there, and three people enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good hit rate. <laughs> three, three people go. I don't want to fucking die after watching that. That was horrific. Zero percent. How? Oh, what? wait, wait. So this is... Oh, wow. That's zero percent. Go to the most... Uh, these are, most of these are ho- like awful horror films. Wait, let's read a review. So go into that one. Yeah, Where I feel is, like horror is the genre where... Hang on, did I see an Air Bud movie up there? That's bullshit. Ballistic, what's this... Yeah, okay, what's the review? Um... <laughs> an endless barrage of bullets and bazookas that was it i'm having a hard time believing the words as i type them it's not that bad the ex- Th- these could also be reviews of john wick bite your tongue no no, no just an endless oh, barrage yeah, of bullets like, and bazookas yeah, 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 that's yeah, all those movies are they're incredible there's just a better way to do it uh, my favourite review is quote not available that really says it all what's that <laughs> someone's just left a one star and been like I cannot even be bothered to express in words how much I hated this film uh, I wonder what you would like what your expectation would be of that you know what I mean like going into that film <laughs> scroll down that review is awesome <laughs> plot holes galore cliches senseless violence and an incoherent script to top it all off <laughs> 
<laughs> Felix was not a fan. <laughs> Who the fuck is reviewing things online? I've always thought about yeah, this. Yeah, that Even, is quite true. Like when, whenever we like get breakfast, like on tour, Meg, my girlfriend, will always be like, "Oh my god!" Like let's look up best reviews or like thingo mm. and then she goes on Yelp and looks at cafes and I'm like why are you listening to the opinions of people mm. that review cafes like go in there eat if you don't like it just don't go back yeah those are the rules yeah you don't need to be like um, my uh, eggs were not cooked enough and yeah, I don't I'd actually don't want to know that person's opinion yeah. on anything <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's gotta be it would have to be it would have to be bad enough that it becomes like a public service announcement, essentially. Like, for yeah. me to write a Where review. You, you think you're doing other people yeah. a favour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's what a lot of those people think. They're like, I'm doing a service. I suppose so you're no right, no one else eh? has to have these eggs. But it's just like a spectrum. They're on just like this trigger, like I, hair trigger. I know? always think reviewing something positively is also weird. Like, fair enough, yeah, chuck your Uber driver five stars, sure, because it pops up. I thought but, you were about to say five bucks. I was like, well, <laughs> no. Settle down, Luke. I'm not, I'm not on that tip money. Right. <laughs> God, I wish. Um, no, but like, you know, you give them five stars, but I'm not going out of my way to like review people. No. Good. I'm just like, good. You know, you've done the bare minimum. You've done your job as a cafe five stars great that's mm. what you should be doing I'm paying them for a service it should be not awful I right? completely agree I did use Yelp reviews a lot though when I was in America because I feel like the average American is way more inclined to write a review than an Australian yes and that shit actually is quite helpful they like expressing opinions over there regardless of the subject matter a hundred percent whether it's pizza or just you know Gay rights or whatever. You the, know, what are they arguing about at the moment? I don't know. I haven't been on Twitter. But still? Yeah. Wasn't that two years ago? No, that's no, still super, super. What's he done now? Uh, the Afghanistan thing. Oh, yeah. Was uh, something that people yeah. don't seem to agree with. Yeah. Find myself on that camp as well. Yeah. Um, but there was uh, the one thing I remember I'd go to Portland, right? And people in Portland, they make craft beer. And then I I literally just got back from Germany in October, and uh, this guy's gone, oh mate, you come to the right place. Portland's got the best beer in the world, and I was like, mm, okay, kind of a dick move on my behalf. But I was like, oh cool, where else in the world have you drunk beer? And he's like, well, I I I guess just Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh pretty big claim for someone that's never drunk beer in another country <laughs> and it was literally like fucking everything that you just said that's it, like being like mcdonald's has got the best burgers in the world like, yeah. have you ever had another burger no nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> not even burger king <laughs> oh, i felt like a bit of a dick heart. it was a bit of a dick move but no it's not i feel like i just needed to point out the obvious to him a lot of i feel like uh, that's a real thing in america to not leave yeah a lot of people just don't go anywhere else yeah there were, I met a lot of people over there that, that never been overseas well didn't have a passport right where it's a big thing here to go overseas because I guess we feel I feel like Australians feel a little left out mm. like there's this like urge urgency for young go. people to like yeah. go while you're young go on a Kentucky tour in Europe you know go yeah. to America go see the world whereas I don't know in other places if you know there's like that go to college thing there's, yeah. there's a lot of mo there's 
it seems like, I don't know, I, I haven't been, I've only ever been there for two weeks ever, but I feel like just from what I see on social media, there's a strong, like, move out of your hometown vibe yeah. in America, but yeah. then that's it. Yeah. There's no other aspirations to see. Well, I feel like, world. I feel like for Australians, we're so uh, close to our immigration still, because it's only like a couple hundred years old. So you got like how many Italian friends have you got? Where like their parent, their parents yes. are like still super fucking Italian. Yeah, and then they they've got the the grandparents that still speak Italian and they do the fit. So I think yes. like that's probably a lot of the big push yep. to go to Europe that's is true. because we're so close to that shit still. Whereas in America, it's almost like they've cut those ties. Yes, pretty they, much and they're, they're like, like American because all I ever hear about Americans is I would love to come to Australia oh my god like yeah. so great you're kangaroos and it's always just like this really base level interest in travelling anywhere yeah yeah, yeah. like there's, there's never anything more than like what they've seen on in like Crocodile Dundee a hundred percent it's very odd because that's like me going like oh man I can't wait to come over there and see your guns like <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same it's like that's all we see about you on tv <laughs> yeah. but i know there's more to your country than that i can't wait to come see rappers <laughs> yeah dude. i can't wait to like i don't know yeah get in a rap battle and experience your culture <laughs> but gonna be pretty excited to see a drive-by yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't know where to go from that one um oh that's rare is that rare rodent where he just hits a wall in the podcast. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, fuck, I don't know what, I don't remember how we got here. Um, Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> this is a theme of our podcast as well. We start in one place yeah. and then it's like tangent. Yeah. Back to no, it's like, change tangent. your gun laws. <laughs> people are dying, America. Anyway, so he's running down the road and people are following him. The, uh, yeah, look, I just think you've got to watch it. There's a lot of things where I've, I have a big knowledge gap in a lot of pop culture things. And I know that and I refuse to change that about myself. That's fine though. You don't, you shouldn't feel pressured to no, change. No, it's pretty stubborn. Yeah, but that's fine. That's <laughs> Isn't your... that the worst? When I know like, you know when you know you're flawed and you're not willing to deal with it or change it in any way? That's basically... Everyone. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> yeah, we're talking... One of my friends uh, fucking... Actually, I'm just going to throw Sam under the bus real quick actually. Yep. Oh, f- uh, want to come ride this weekend? Nah, man, my heel hurts. Okay, cool. So, um, this heel of yours that's been hurting for two and a half years, mm. feel like you want to go to the doctor at some point about it? <laughs> yeah, I really need to book in, eh? Okay, cool. Also said that last time we spoke about going <laughs> run. We've had this combo, this exact combo three times. And uh, yeah, just still I no, think no dice. males have a problem with going to the doctor. I do. Mm. Like I got punched in the face in Darwin. Did I tell you about that? No. Oh, we should have started there. Let's go there. Yeah. What, I, how did you get punched in the face? Such I a know. nice guy. I'm so likable, aren't I? Yeah. But I'm also, Jace, you're forgetting uh, one thing. I don't shut the fuck up. And you tease people on stage for a living. No, it wasn't at a show. Actually. Oh, it was just in civilian life. <laughs> yeah, just out and about. Um, no, I didn't actually deserve this one. I feel like it was karma for probably a lot of times where I absolutely... Um, did deserve you it. You know, I, I in maybe in hindsight, I've told this story on my podcast as well. I'm like... Every, every time I sat out loud, I'm like, all right, I was hungry for a fist. I was, <laughs> I was, uh, I was like, I could use a nibble. Oh, there we go. Um, I was in, at a nightclub in Darwin uh, watching uh, friends of mine. Did you know the band um, Mashed and Kutcher? Like they're DJs. Nah. The Get on the Beers guys. Nah. Oh, is that? They're like in the Triple J. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, 
they were playing a gig there and I was doing my show there that night and they, you know, I kind of realized they were in town. They realized I was in town. I was like, oh, whatever. Went out to this club, watched their set. And then it got to like 2 a.m. Now, I'm not a nightclub guy, so I'm not used to being in those environments. Mm. And I was there at like 2 a.m. Darwin, I realize how it really gets out in these streets. Darwin <laughs> nightclubs are not like the... They're not like the friendliest place in the world. Man, You seriously? don't go there for hugs. No, 2, 2 a.m. Yeah, that's when you should go home. Mate, I had that rule growing up in Cairns I'd be like looking at my watch being like if it, if I'm not gone by 2am I'm getting in a fight yes whether I like it or not yeah and I don't like it well it's it. an episode of Happy Mother as well nothing good happens after 2 oh right? really yeah, yeah it's a good moral for life fucking oath and I uh, went to piss and then I walked into a situation in the toilet where there was a uh, like one dude had another guy like up against the mirror mm. like just like a fist in his face and they, they were exchanging some heated words yeah and they were like a meter away from me i kind of just like opened the door and it was i walked into an already unfolding situation yeah and i probably should have just left <laughs> you know what i mean just go like i'll wait for the next one yeah like oh like just walk past them or i don't know it was so like in my face that i was like i don't know why maybe i'm like a melbourne boy like the optimist in me was like I can solve this. I can with, fix this. I can solve this with words. <laughs> but in Darwin, they don't speak English. Uh, so, <laughs> so this guy was just like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what, what's, I think I just, I don't really remember. I was pretty pissed. But yeah, I was okay. just like, oh, like, whoa, what's going on here? That's it. Then just crack to the really? eye. Yeah, like pretty unwarranted. I not, not like I was like, come on, man, break it up. I didn't yeah, do any of that. Yeah. I just was like, whoa. I kind of walked in this situation and then reacted spontaneously. I was like, whoa, hey, whoa, boys, what's going on here? Just whack. Bang. Right? Then, um, oh, no, self-defense. That was fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then I would like just panicked. Like, I, you know when you had like adrenaline? Yeah. And I just like turned around. He then went back to the guy. He wasn't even looking at me. Just, yeah. Cracked him in the side of the face. Did you? <laughs> I, this, I, you but I just bailed. No, it was terrifying. My fist hurt. I, yeah, I was like, it, it hurts a bunch of people. <laughs> it, I'm not trying to sound tough. Afterwards, I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, the beggar was like, oh. And what? what? <laughs> My fist hurt. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, there's this great photo. Okay, baby. There's this hilarious photo uh, of me. 10 minutes you know like the nightclub photographer comes around because yeah, I was like yeah. in the DJ area there was a few photos taken of me throughout the night there was a photo of me 10 minutes before the punch and then a photo of me 10 <laughs> minutes after and it is incredible are you ready? Yeah. pre-punch post-punch you're gonna have to put this in the video <laughs> Pre- oh my god <laughs> he like knocked like 10 years like out of my face just like I aged wow yeah Good on you, though. He Good like, on you for fucking whacking him back. Fallen cracked me in the lip, and then he got kicked out. I went and got security. Did per- you? Perks of knowing the DJ. You fucking rat. Yeah. You fucking Snitched rat. on him. Hey, snitches get uh-huh. stitches, bro. Eh? Yeah, well, I'd already had, had a few, so that was fine. I was like, oh, I can't get any more snitches. Oh, snitches. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then I, like, waited around for, like, another hour just in case he was, like, waiting outside. <laughs> And then, like, the guy who was, like, this big guy who was, like, who was with the DJ was like, I'll walk you up, bro. Don't, don't worry. Fuck, that's yeah. hectic. Was that, like, your first ever fight? 
Well, I wouldn't call it a fight. That's a fight. Nah, a fight's like where you fight. Yeah, true. I would call it like a mutual fist exchange. Yeah, okay, like a little bit of a use your words, but no words. Well, it was a bit of I tried to use my words, and then within 15 seconds, I was like, what just happened? Like, it was one of those things where I just wasn't expecting it. I don't even remember the fist coming at me. I just remember, like, him punching me and me going, holy shit, did he just punch me in the fucking eye? (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, I didn't go to the doctor, so that's the moral of the story. I called my dad the next day and I was like telling him, I was like, oh, he's like, how was your analysis? I was like, ah, oh, it's a bit rough, blah, blah, And he's like, oh, you should like go to the doctor in case you can cuss. I was like, nah, it's probably fine. Nah. But I probably should have. Nah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's not a good idea. Like I really kind of regretted hitting him back because I was just like, that's like how you end up in jail. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. like you've, you could crack someone in the head and they fall over and hit their head on the concrete. Let's that's be real. Like, You're not hitting someone that hard. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I just feel like it's a really dumb thing to do on a night what happened, regardless. What happened after you hit him? I left immediately. So I, just, and I think I gave her the guy who was up against the mirror enough time to get out of there as well. I was not trying to be a hero. I actually wasn't trying to help the guy. <laughs> I wish I could say I was. I think you I was... You were just like angry and it was like I was reflex. absolutely like retaliation. <laughs> That's fucking awesome though. Good on you. Most people won't hit someone back. I I didn't think I would, although I used to get like, get a bit heated during like junior footy Mm. to the point one time like my top got ripped and like I had like a bit of white line fever not like cocaine like when I like on the on the field <laughs> I wasn't like 16 went like, back for some half time like let's fucking go I need some fucking oranges and a slug <laughs> yeah, right now um, but no I no I didn't think I'd be that type of guy either yeah I'm not I'm not though like I'm really not I didn't hey there's something in there I felt a little bit guilty the next day like I had like a like a sick feeling in my stomach the next day I was like oh like what what if mm. I have these I heard him no. Even though he like hit me and it was this massive dude, I definitely didn't hurt him. That's a all. that's a fucking wild experience, but I guess yeah. This trip's been weird. I haven't been home since then either. I know. So what? When did you? So you just escaped Melbourne basically the first day of that when they went back into lockdown, like in like about July. Yeah, I okay. Just left because I had to get to Perth. I was doing this big show at like at the Regal Theatre in Perth, like a thousand people. Yep. So I was like, I can't cancel this show. A, it's going to be a pain in the ass, but also I just want to do it. So I was like, and we're trying to get into Perth and then we realized we couldn't, we didn't get approved to get into Perth from Melbourne at the time. So I was like, there was this loophole open where you could go through Darwin, mm. do the quarantine there at the Howard Springs place and then go and then fly to Perth after that. Yeah. So then I ended up adding a Darwin show, staying there for a bit, but then I went to Perth and now I haven't been home since. Then I went to Cairns and I've been doing regional Queensland and I've, what's it been now? Like two months, three months? I don't know. Yeah, well, but I've just been avoiding what, COVID. Second of September. Yeah, I'm just lucky that I've uh, had a really good run this year with shows. Like I'm selling quite well because of like TikTok and stuff. I've got quite big on TikTok. Probably even since we last spoke, yeah, I've yeah. gotten a lot bigger. And um, thank God. Otherwise, I would just be stuck in a lockdown because I wouldn't have been able to afford to just mm. like because it is expensive just living on the road. I'm paying rent at home. Yeah, and then I'm also like paying accommodation every night, like Airbnbs. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a thousand dollars a week to be away minimum. <laughs> on top just of on what you've already got to spend at home. Yeah, on top of regular tour costs and stuff like that. So it was like not cheap, but it's I'd rather be doing this. At least yeah. I feel like I'm doing something. Like all my mates are at home, just miserable. What was it like before that lockdown? Was it starting to get back to normal a bit? Yeah, like full on. Like with the comedy festival went ahead, that was great. Really? Yeah, like in a pretty much between like March to June, we had like a real good run, and then Delta came in and well New South Wales fucked it for everyone mm. yeah because I was in 
Sydney when it was happening at the time. They had like four or five cases. And it was so funny. They are just their attitude towards it. Places that didn't have COVID last year much in 2020 have such yeah. a relaxed attitude towards it. I was there and I was like, oh, I know what this is going to become. Yeah. So I left immediately. It got to four cases and I was like, no, nope, they're going to hit. I told Meg at the time, I was like, they're going to hit a thousand because they're not going to, they're going to ignore this until 20. And then after that, that's what Melbourne did. They went back into lockdown. Now they're on like 200 yesterday. Yeah. When, and I know for Americans listening, that's like tiny numbers, but here that's a lot. Yeah. Because we actually didn't have it that much. But, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. They're relaxed attitude. They're so relaxed to the point where my mate Frenchie, who's a comedian, I was with him. It was on the news and they had like 10 cases or something like that. And I was like, dude, you've, uh, you've got COVID again. And he turns around to me and goes, COVID? No, oh, no, no, no. We don't really do that here. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize you had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, so you can just like opt out? Yeah. <laughs> wait, so Melbourne just opted in for COVID? Yeah, I was just... like, oh, I feel so silly this whole time. I was in my house for 10 months. I didn't know I was like, I could just not do that. <laughs> Fuck, dude, how was it? Like, I haven't spoke to you really since you did the full 10 month thing over there. Because like, yeah, you were just stuck in that first I feel like lockdown. I did. Didn't I come here in October last year right oh. afterwards? Yeah, maybe. I think yeah, we were yeah, talking about actually, it a bit. Yeah. But like it was it was good. I I yeah, I think I was saying on this podcast that I felt like I didn't fully maximize it. Yes, that is but right. But I don't regret it, but it was kind of good now in hindsight to have that year off cuz this year has been fucking hectic. Like yeah. I got home at 2 a.m. last night from a show. So stupid. We drove from the sunny coast yeah. to the Gold Coast. It was like 3 hours after the show finished. And then was yeah, I wanted to do this podcast. So <laughs> then wake up early to do the podcast and stuff. And then I got two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night, show on Sunday. It's pretty hectic. Well, schedule. I, f- I feel like um, we were sort of talking about this when we had lunch the other day, but I feel like you've kind of taken a pretty big step up in terms of like, obviously the the demand justifies it, mm. but it's like there is a step you've got to commit to, to like go as hard as you're going, you know, like yes. you've kind of got to accept like, all right, my life's going to be kind of fucking gnarly now. And yeah. And you just got to go through it. I think you got to do it. You got to like hu- like hustle a bit while you're young as well. Like while it's popping, you kind of got to take the work when it comes. In mm. a sense, that's like most jobs. Like if, if it's going well, you got to double down and yeah. otherwise it will not keep going well. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think for like the first time I was in here, we were talking about my special. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, 400 people in a room in Brisbane. Uh, yeah, tomorrow night I've sold thousand tickets in a night how many is coming to the to the show tonight i'm doing two shows of 250 yes which is good numbers for gold coast like i want to come to the one tomorrow night as well the thousand that'd be good oh i'm doing like two 500s in a night yeah 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 yeah. and then um and then i'm doing another one on sunday as well in brisbane yeah so like i've added three which is three times the amount i did what a couple years ago when i came on be a tiktok's put my comedy and like content in front of a lot more people that go otherwise would have never seen TikTok. it they get like a lot of views it's very cool and i didn't think at first i think there was a lot of you were dabbling who, in tiktok originally there was a lot of people who were skeptical of it at the start like is this even real like how many views and likes you can get because it is easier to blow up on tiktok yeah the algorithm is favorable to people who are very consistent uh compared to other platforms yeah fuck yeah so that's like 500k 180 but yeah, it's my biggest platform. I have like 700,000 people on it now. It's Fuck, that's insane. 
but yeah, so I like particularly I've kind of like eased off a bit because I've been touring. It's been hard to keep churning out the content. But if you scroll down there, I was getting like millions right at the 2. start 3. of the tour. Fuck. Um, pretty regularly, but now it's like because I'm on tour, I don't. Where's the biggest audience? Like, where are they located? Does it tell you? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm biggest in Australia. I think I was really? 40% from Australia. Where? Because I talk about really Australian things. Yeah. Like I'll talk about like Coles because it'll just come up. Like you ask people, "Hey, what do you do?" And they're like, "Oh, I work at Woolies." Yeah. It's hard to do stuff that does relate to Americans when you're not only America, performing yeah. here. Yeah. I think I need to go over to America and start racking up clips there. But do you reckon and do that- colleges and stuff? I think that's the next move once I. Once like Ed, the world opens up, I think I'm gonna try and go do some stuff over there just to actually get an American audience. I would yeah. probably do some shows there. I reckon I could sell in like the big places, yeah, like L.A., New York, Chicago, and maybe Texas, or, like you know the really big, yeah, comedy hubs. Yeah, I don't think I could sell in like random, like you know, random places. Yeah, I don't know, like like go to Miami and like sell 100, yeah. 200 tickets. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is fucking gnarly though, because like, I mean, dude, yeah, 20 million likes. That's fucking insane. That's unfathomable numbers. Yeah, and that's only in like a year as well. So it's a lot of people seeing your content, which is why it's such a shift. And I, a lot of new people, like mm. most people who come to my shows, A, have never seen comedy before, and B, <laughs> like have never seen me before. Mm. So I'm, and a lot of people bring their friends, and because they can just show someone like, oh, look, come see this comedian. Oh, he, this is it's, him on TikTok, and then it's just like a two minute video, and they go, yeah, I mean, that sounds funny. He looks cool, yeah. whatever. And I think that's why part of the appeal is, but it's great. I mean, I don't care like if they're full on. That's what like being, I guess, bigger is. You, not everyone who comes to see a show is a massive fan. Mm. Whereas in the past, I would used to listen to podcasts and be huge fans. Now it's kind of like oh let's just go see a comedian and yeah. and now I'm getting like kind of normal people who otherwise wouldn't have seen me in the past come through and they enjoy it and that's great Yeah. and if I don't see him again fine but I think I will I, I just say on stage I'll be back next year I'd love to see you there and everyone afterwards like fuck yeah dude we'll be back dude it's, it's insane the transition like to the jump that you've made but I mean this is just the the um like this just follows the trajectory like i mean when was the first time you would have come on here you reckon probably two probably years like, ago three yeah years ago? 2019 early 2019 maybe yeah so it's just like why it fucking just keeps going to the next thing but at every stage you've kind of got to embrace the the stage that you're in you know and you've yeah. got to kind of like uh, the one thing that i've felt like from doing this and you could probably speak on this a little bit actually is that there's there's sort of a point well, there was a point for me where I just accepted. It. I was like, okay, people are listening. Mm. It's a good thing. You should just try and make this thing as good as it can possibly be. But before that, you're just like, eh, yeah, it's cool. I don't know. Yeah. There's like a there's like a, a point of like a, like a demarcation line where you're just like, you can't go back from that. You've got yes. to commit to a certain point and go like all in. I'm just like that guy now. Mm. Yeah, like I get, go out and I'm like, oh, you're the guy from TikTok. Like I've just committed to that. Yeah. You know, thing uh, you're, and you know what else as well as well people used to like say oh I've seen it on YouTube now people go you're that comedian yeah. which is like really cool that everyone knows me from being doing yeah. stand up yeah. which is what I like to do anyway yeah. whereas you people used to like oh well, what's your bachelor videos yeah and, like some people didn't even know I did stand up yeah. so now this is actually put what I actually want to be doing in front of yeah. everyone which is cool so did you feel like there was a point where like when you're doing the YouTube stuff, is there a point where you're like, fuck, I really need to stop doing this YouTube shit and just focus on the comedy? Oh, or yeah. 
but it wasn't like a. I was you, just doing too many things. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I. My. So the way I. I think I said this on the first podcast. I just said yes to everything. Yeah. Between like 2015 and like 2019. Yeah. I just was like, yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll do it. Like I was doing breakfast community radio at 6 a.m. for a week and then going mm. to do a podcast with my friend in the afternoon and then doing three gigs at night. Like I would just say yes, yes, yes and do anything. I would host trivia and like random shit just to be like, all right, mm. I'll do it. And uh, like footy clubs. Yeah, I would do corporate gigs, random shit I didn't really want to do, but I was like, let's just try it, mm. see if it's good. And um, then I hit that point where I was like, yes, I'll be in your video. Yes, I'll be in your sketch to yeah. other random YouTubers. And then I hit a point where I was like, oh my God, I'm doing Luke and Luke. I was doing radio at the time. I was like, I'm doing radio five times a week. I'm doing stand-up every night. I'm doing my own podcast. I'm trying to do two YouTube videos a week. Mm. I'm doing all this. I hit the end and I was like, oh my God, there's not enough days in the week. I was working like seven days a week, like a psychopath. Mm. And um, and then you don't really have like, well, for me anyway, doing the podcast, I've got like uh, these three, th- uh, in my head, there's like these three people that I am. There's the manager of this business mm. and then there's the talent of the podcast and then there's me, the human. Yes. And then like those three things, it's like this constant juggling I'm at the point act. where the human, I'm a shell of, of, of the human that's, at the moment. Yeah, that's the fuck. <laughs> you kind of can get to that point. Yeah. Like I kind of feel like that a little bit. And man, it's funny. Like I try and have my YouTube analytics, my iTunes analytics, my meditation statistics, like I, and then my fucking bank account. You know, yeah. like that's like, that's four metrics where if the meditation one's going real low, that probably means me as a human sucking fucking dick pretty much. Yeah. And then if the bank account's low, that means the business me isn't doing good. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you've kind of constantly just got to be. Yeah. And I've figured out that like, it's sort of, you can't just play whack-a-mole and be like, bang, YouTube. And then it's just like all these other things fucking pop up. So it's like so hard to just be evenly spread. Yeah. And I think that the thing most people do is they will like wear the business hat and then they'll wear whatever other hat they've got but the person like the human development like that human vertical that's the easiest one to neglect yes but if you neglect that one then everything else crumbles yeah that's the one holding the other ones together i agree yeah i always still try and go on runs and like try and just leave the house like sometimes i realize like oh i haven't seen the sun in two days and i'll just walk outside and go for an hour walk and think Mm. and just be like and often it is like what do i need to do blah blah blah. sometimes i might actually think of a joke (laughs) sometimes in my very free times i do get times to write comedy sometimes that's what it feels like though right is that the thing that you're the most known for like this podcast I never prepare for this podcast. The, that <laughs> one it shows. The <laughs> big time. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> but that one with the senator that I did, yeah. I really prepared for that. I put in like hours of research and that was literally, I swear to God, the first time I've ever done that yeah, in right. the four years of doing this podcast. Like that, the thing, and it's probably the same with you. Like you're probably not sitting down and writing jokes a lot. It's I mean, probably that's all of the other shit. And then you just get on stage you're like, Dude, all right, fuck, we're here now. Let's that's go. how I fell into doing a lot of crowd work. Like every year I kind of tour with, the tour starts off with like 30 minutes of material. And I go up there and do an hour. But then by the end of the tour, I have like 45 minutes of material because I just kind of like riff on the material every night. And they're like, oh, that's funny. Keep that, drop that. And I just like edit it 
as I go along. And by the end of the tour, it ends up being this weird mesh of like crowd work, but it's like kind of like I might slip in similar crowd work to things each night. Yeah. That I've I once did spontaneously, but now I'm like, oh, I could actually just say that every night. Yeah. And it ends up just becoming a joke. Yeah. Like the pre-written joke, whereas it starts off as like improv and. But yeah, with that thing, I realized I think that's what I did in COVID. I well, maybe I wasn't being that productive, but I definitely took a step back mm. and was like, all right, I'm doing too much shit. And that if that comedy festival and that tour had have gone ahead, I probably would have had a fucking mental breakdown. Yeah, because like I was at that point where I was still doing too many things, but then I was about to tour, and then it all got cancelled, and I got a chance to be like, what do I actually want to be doing here? Like, yeah, and I had a chance to just. To, and I picked up a few new things like streaming and stuff. But overall, I was like, all right, when lockdown finishes, I'm going to do these things. Yeah. And then as soon as lockdown finished, I did those things and consistently. And then I, it paid off, I yeah. guess. I actually had a time to kind of realign the focus. Yeah. And I think there's like a, particularly with like YouTube content and, and just online content, I think the best method, but like everyone always goes like, what do I do? You need to do the same thing over, over, and, over and over again. Look at over. every YouTube channel that's like successful. Mr. Beast, same video over and over again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gave my friend a million dollars to do this. Yeah, That's all of his videos, like pretty much in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh, like last one to leave the circle wins a million dollars or whatever. Um, probably not a million. I don't know how much they're giving away now, <laughs> but David Dobrik. Same Four shit. minutes, 20 vlog all his friends same format every single sexual assault every episode yeah every bang. episode getting cancelled right <laughs> doing heinous things every episode and dope it, as fuck yeah and it, <laughs> and it paid off yeah. Logan Paul when he came up him and Jake they were vlogging every single day yeah consistently whether you like the content or not regardless mm. there is a pattern and a formula for being successful online which is rinse and repeat (laughs) and people fucking love it and look at this scroll down my feed i was originally at the start i'm posting like podcast clips random shit if you go right to the bottom look at all these thumbnails bit too much variety in there right like there's a lot of stand-up but even if you go way down there's like youtube videos there's random things i wasn't going that well in it right then if see all that podcast clips then as soon as i start just uploading podcast clips no, sorry, just stand up yeah. and ditch everything else. Yeah. That's all people want. Yeah. They just want the same thing over and over again. Like, I want man to say funny to crowd. Yeah, yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah. And that's how people's brains work. Yeah. And they don't want you to do anything else. Like, I think at the when I was young, I was like, oh, people want everything from me. Yeah. They want to hear my podcast. They want to see me do YouTube. Like, there are some people that want that. Yeah. But most people just want you to do one thing. That's exactly what we were talking about the other day when I was saying that I want to do some kind of like private platform, like Gypsy Gang HQ yeah. kind of deal. Because it's like, there is a bunch of people that would want more content mm. from me and specifically from me. But it's like 20% or yeah, 10%. And that, yeah, and that's probably a couple hundred thousand people at this yeah. point. So it's a lot of people. Yes. But the majority of people don't fucking want that. They're like, talk about motorbikes. Cool. Yeah. Don't talk about jujitsu. Don't talk about reading. Don't talk about meditation. Do people not like when you talk about jujitsu? Oh, we talked about this last yeah. time. Just some, I guess, just insecure men. I'm, I will not grapple another man. Yeah, it's like we. There's. It's funny. Um, I went on this. <laughs> oh, you know, last time you were here. Imagine touching a dude and being like cooties. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I had I had a thing the other day. There was who the fuck was I with? We're, we're, I never get that. I just never get that this is gross. Like, that's the thing about 
jiu-jitsu that I love so much. I just, I go there and then when I'm sparring with somebody, I'm gone. It ain't me anymore. I'm on autopilot. I've checked out the building. Just jiu-jitsu's <laughs> taken place. Jiu-jitsu days. Yeah. That, I didn't that, say that right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it feels like. You know, you just, you're yeah. gone and I fucking love that. And then the other day, I had uh, someone was there and I was just like, ah, oh, this is actually, sh- this sucks. <laughs> like this dude's fucking sweaty and stinks <laughs> and now I'm stuck underneath him and, it's, and I can't get Did up. it take you out of the zone? It definitely did. Yeah. And then like- You oh. dripped in your mouth and you're like, all right, that'll do it for today. But there's sometimes where like, uh, literally you'll be like in the fucking gnarly fight and then so, like, yeah, the sweat will literally drop, drip in your eye and you just don't care. So it is, it, there's definitely some barriers you've got to overcome. Like you have to get I mean, it's not for everyone, shit. but it doesn't mean yeah. you can't talk about your interests. But, but yeah, we, oh, so the, you know, the last time you were here, I just had like that beef thing go yes. down. I went on that dude's podcast this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then yeah, some of the comments on the videos were like, I just like this guy. He needs to stop talking about jujitsu. Like, oh. I, I don't understand that that's how that could be a need for me. Like, <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. You need water and oxygen. <laughs> water. Yeah. You, you need, need money. You need, need. You need shelter, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That's even a maybe. Like, you don't need it. But you, you technically don't need it. It's good. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a advisable to yeah. have. You need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but, yeah, so I don't, I don't know why I started talking about that. Um, but yeah, so no, you're just saying that like, uh, not everyone wants to hear that stuff. And yeah. like, I agree is if you, if you do the thing that, uh, if you cater for those people that you actually stop growing or you grow at a less rapid mm. rate, which is fine. And I think there's value in like building loyalty. And I love doing that stuff cause it interests me. Like I will on my podcast kind of open up and talk about things that I just like. Like yeah. I'll just talk about Blink-182 and Star Wars. Yeah. You know, and I, and I know not everyone wants to hear that, but I think some people who are, I guess, interesting people, and you know those people who are like open to just hearing about other things even if they don't enjoy it themselves? They're yes. a rare breed of human. That's a good person. Good I like person. those people, yeah. Yeah, those people who are just like, oh, I'm not into it, but I, I, I like his passion for that. Mm. I feel like I do that with a lot of things. Like even like this podcast, for example, I'm not into like yeah. m- Moto, but... I think it's cool. I don't really like I whenever I talk to people in your field and I've met a few people through you, I'm super interested. Like, you know, when I met Jackson stuff, yeah. I was like, fuck, these dudes are trained hard as fuck. And <laughs> I really respected what they did. Well that's the But thing. I didn't go out there and buy a motorbike. <laughs> yeah, but you can uh you can look at what those people go through and like find some kind of relatability yeah, and there. Just apply and you, it to yeah, Exactly. And that's you like apply it. When we talk about meet on stand up, I'm sure those people are like yeah, not enough revving, bro. <laughs> but they can probably still be like, oh, yeah, he works hard, good on him. Yeah, there's something. That, and, and I think that the the one thing that I've learned about doing this podcast is that you you just don't know what's going to hit someone at that particular time. No. You know, and it could be something just so fucking unrelated. Like, you know, you just you talking about the fact that you were doing too many things and then you wanted to narrow down your focus. Like, yeah. fuck, there's probably so many people yeah. that although it's not comedy they could go like yeah. man maybe i'm doing too much shit 
Yeah, if you're like doing shit on a Sunday night at like 11 p.m., you're probably doing too many things. Mm. That's like my rule. I'm like, if I can't even have Sunday night off, mm. I'm willing to work during the day, and that's God's day. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not religious. <laughs> but, <laughs> Lol. <laughs> I just have a bit about religion in my show this year. Oh, really? Yeah, fucking white bloke telling it how it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I. I just yeah do too do too much shit and I feel like Lewis who I work with as well he we we both work quite hard because we're like trying to juggle three different jobs there's like this online job there's uh, business but I've just uh, hired my brother as a business manager he yeah. just just quit his big Which boy cool. job uh, yeah he quit like a normal person job to uh just enable me to talk about cum every night uh, on stage <laughs> which is hilarious because he had like an office job in the city you know he had to wear like nice clothes and he was very well respected and I think the company will actually struggle to replace him yeah and he's like and I think they'll be like why would you quit like you're on good money next year mm. what's going on you've been here for five years you're working your way up and then he's just like I don't want to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that would, they were a great company, Tim and stuff. I'm sure he likes all the people there, but he's just like, this isn't the dream. Like yeah. nine to five for me, like a lot of people isn't the dream. Yeah. I think he just was like one day, like he probably sees how much, my brother probably sees how much fun I have. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going away and I'm doing all this cool stuff and I have my own schedule. And I think that that's quite appealing to yeah. a lot of people who the, I think stuck the, in something. The thing that people, I think, need to understand, like, if you want to do work for yourself full-time, like, at least for me yeah. and in my experience, is basically, like, you're signing up for just a lifestyle. It's like, this is how my life will be. Yeah. I'm basically on call 24-7. I'll be thinking about this nonstop. I'll mm -hmm. have to force myself to go to sleep at night yep. if you really care, you know, but it's just like... That hit too home. What's that? That hit way too close to home. What's that? Just like, I have to force myself to sleep. <laughs> it's true, right? Yeah. Like, I literally... the um, I was talking to a friend last night about it, that I'm not... Um, it's not that I can't sleep. It's just that for me to get to the point where I'm like, okay, Jace, time to go to bed now. Mm. That that point, like the brain just to keep, it just wants to keep going. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, you got to get up early. You should probably go to sleep. <laughs> and then it's just like, nah, man, <laughs> we still got some fucking yeah. shit to think about. I like have this, me and my girlfriend have this joke because she like, you know, works with me now because like she has a heart condition so she can't do her old job which was remedial massage. So since COVID and stuff, that job kind of was not existent for a year anyway in Melbourne. Yeah. So since then, she's like moved into like helping me do my tours and she sells merch and she's also in content. Like people might have seen her in videos and stuff. She's fucking hilarious, right? So she's like just kind of transitioned into kind of what I do and we just work together now. And we have this like ongoing joke like it was like midnight the other night and we both were so tired. We've been going all day, like, trying to organize this shit. And then, um, like, just, just, like, COVID's become a nightmare. Like, we have to allocate five or oh, a thousand people seating tomorrow night. Uh, yeah. Allocate? It's yeah, it's 100% capacity of it's allocated seating. Like, just, wow. like, shit like that adds, like, hours of work. Just, like, how are we going to... Fuck, we've a lot. But we've sold tickets as general admission, so then we have to, like, manually do it. Like, yeah, it's... Anyway, things like that just, at the moment, are becoming a nightmare. But gets to midnight, and I'm like... We I needed to eat, so we had ten minutes off where we watched half an half an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and it gets halfway through. I finish eating. I'm like, I have to go back to work. And we have this ongoing joke where I just go, let's go achieve our fucking dreams. <laughs> like, let's just go and let's go and do our dream job. 
right now at midnight and we get so angry like we're so angry like this is what i wanted is it not Meg? Uh, yeah. And we just scream at each other. No, not actually screaming, yeah, yeah. but we're just screaming into the abyss about like, you asked for this. Yeah, I'm like, I wanted to like, this was my dream when I decided to not go to university. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be in a hotel room in the Gold Coast at midnight allocating seating. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like shit like that, but if that's every day. Yeah. But that's just like, I guess what it costs. And yeah. then there are small pockets where you're, where you're like, I walked out on stage in front of like a thousand people in Perth and I was like, Okay. Yeah, it was dope. This is cool. <laughs> uh, then, the the stage thing is pretty rad. Like I imagine that that would be quite like a tangible feeling. Yes, there was a moment of oh, I didn't think I'd ever get to this point. Mm. And it almost felt like like not that weird because I don't know, you you think like when you aspire to be that like you know when you I started open mics I was like I'll never be able to fill a theatre like mm. that's insane that's just re- that's so out of reach at the start that you're like even two years ago I'd be like get out of here right I could barely fill a 400 seat theatre mm. uh, but this is like a, one of those big ones right and I was just like oh okay um, and then I got out there and because you've worked so hard to get to that point I'm almost like yeah this that this feels normal not normal it feels weird but it's just like yeah i understand how i've done this but i exhausted myself so much to get to this point where when you're in the moment i'm like man this show is going to be awesome but the nap when i get home will be <laughs> extreme <laughs> like i was just like i got back to that hotel and there was no like like there was adrenaline stuff but i just like because yeah. I met a th- I met everyone afterwards as well. I stick stick around to meet people because I, I appreciate people coming out. And I did have a discussion with my brother. He's like, "At what point are you just gonna like not not meet, meet people?" Everyone. And I was like, "I think anything over a thousand, you can't." People waited around for like two hours. I can't believe people waited. People yeah. are so lovely, man. People are like they waited outside, like in the cold, like under a thing for two hours and lined up to meet me. And by the end, they were like, "Thank you so much." They were like to me thanks so much for waiting around and I'm like thank you yeah you waited right yeah I appreciate that more than me like my time is not worth as much as you're like you probably have a babysitter there's mm. you have work tomorrow probably like yeah I'm like I'm just you know I'm going to Bunbury tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> well it shows how much this shit actually like means to people and that's like yeah it's always you know, so cool what uh, the term like essential like that's been one of my biggest problems with this whole fucking covid thing is just like fuck man what what is essential like to to say what is essential to somebody is uh it's a kind of a weird it's like a weird deal what i never understood and this is coming from a a true blue australian alcoholic why is uh a bottle shops essential like that was they were them and supermarkets were open during lockdown i wasn't mad about it yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Not i was stocking up but yeah. i'm just saying like that is that seems wrong whereas i know people like who are a carpenter like he, he couldn't work yeah and i was like right well people still need shit done around the house and people, things break you know yeah the but, whole that whole argument around essential is just fucking super super weird yeah and, like we needed a dishwasher at our house i couldn't get that installed for mm. nine months wash my own dishes that was annoying like a fucking plant. yeah but i'm like i could go down and you know get schlogged get beers <laughs> and then just leave i was like what yeah yeah i mean fuck that was just there uh, some weird people have been so appreciative this year yeah 
because I've been because I hit a lot of regional towns, which I always try to do because I fucking love it. Like man, some of the best shows, like the best show of the tour this year was in Toowoomba. Like two, really, T-Bar. so much fun, man. They're just like you know what? Some of those places like Rocky, Cairns, yeah, uh, like Townsville and stuff, just loose units who. Uh, they are starved for entertainment and they're so much more appreciative mm. when you're there they fucking love it and they tell you they're like man no one's coming up here for two years thank you so much mm. they're like I haven't been seen like people like parents and stuff would come with their kids whole families would come you know like their daughter or son is into me but then the parents are like mate I haven't seen live entertainment in two and a half years I really appreciate you coming to Rockhampton or whatever like and they yeah. genuine moments after the show like people hug you and they're like man no one comes here. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'd lo- like, I'd love it if you came back next year. I'm like, and I will. Cause it's just like, I like going to those places and I like the normal people. Yeah. Whereas people in the city are like, all right, next. Yeah. And they just kind of leave. Yeah. And, and just like having that much more choice. Yeah, of course. They're just like, I mean, they're just like yeah. In Melbourne, I'm like, yeah, I could, I could go see a show. I could not. I could go tomorrow night. Doesn't Impress matter. me, fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, entertain me, clown. <laughs> <laughs> that's, pretty much, yeah. that's pretty much what it's like. Eh? Yeah. That's what I've, I think we've spoke about this before, but that's what going to watch like music, like shows in LA is like. You go right. to you go to a concert in LA, like if you went to like the Roxy or something like that. It's just a bunch of people that are like in the back, just going. Mm, okay, I see how they could think this would be good. <laughs> yeah, it's like mm, <laughs> they're like waiting to yeah. waiting to write the review, but they're all like industry people, or they're mm. like trying to get in the industry. They're not just there, just genuinely like wanting to be entertained. There's become a real theme, or like a cultural thing, where it's like cool to not respect people <laughs> like, no no no, 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 no but I meant people in entertainment like yeah. for example like it's cool to be like I don't even know who you are like yeah, if someone goes yeah. oh man I really like this uh, musician like they're so cool and like what I've never heard of them never and then they think that it's cool to not hear of them like I don't I like who the fuck is that like if I haven't heard of them that means they're not popular that's exactly what it is it's so annoying this, yeah. dude I had it last night at my show really this girl she was so rude like she, she fell asleep in my show <laughs> Right, and I was like, I was like, "Hey, are you asleep?" And I just like fucking like was like, "That's so fucking rude." Turns out she was the one who dragged her friends to my show. What? And then she was like, "Oh, I really know who you are." And I was like, "Why are you here?" And I was like, "Don't be here." I was like, "I'd actually prefer you not here because I wouldn't be able to hear you fucking snoring during my joke." Right? If I would actually like, I'll give you a refund now if you just fuck off. <laughs> but then afterwards, she was like, "She's like, what's your name? Is it like Luke Seagull?" <laughs> she said Luke Seagull, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> right." And then she started telling Meg, my girlfriend, after the show, she's like, "How much is the merch?" And then Meg's like, "Oh, it's like thirty-five dollars for a t-shirt." And she goes. I don't even know him. And Meg goes like, why'd you come again? And then like she, afterwards she goes to me again. She's like, I don't even know who you are. And I just go to her face. I was like, firstly, the feelings are very mutual. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can I'm also unacquainted by. with you. And I'm fucking glad about that. <laughs> Secondly, it doesn't make you interesting. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird fucking mm. attitude. Her friend have. was like, stop being rude. And these other girls came up to me like, I used to go to high school with her. She's a cunt. They, they were just like, I'm so sorry about her. <laughs> Imagine if that's how other people are talking about me. Imagine just going to buying tickets to a show just to tell the dude 
in the show that you don't know who he That's is. That's what I think. I'm like, she How was trying to... How did you know enough to buy these tickets? Well, she was... TikTok. But yeah, uh, yeah. she was trying to slam me, I guess, being like, I don't... You think you're this like guy with your stage and your microphone? <laughs> like, she was trying to like make me feel worse. I'm like... This sounds like a massive you problem. <laughs> I've made I've made thirty five dollars a ticket from you and your two friends, and you're the one being like, "Who are you?" And I'm yeah. like, "I don't know, but thanks for your cash. See you later." <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I'm like, I'm not the one who. I like this isn't embarrassing for me. Yeah. I've sold three more tickets to my show. I appreciate you being here. Yeah, like the- it sounds like you've just made a bad decision. Yeah. and are now regretting it. The money doesn't hinge on you laughing at this. No. Or even being awake. Yeah. You actually just add to my material. Well, that's the thing. The fact that she was asleep, I was like, that's actually the most useful you've been all show. Mm. So. I think that's the one thing that people don't understand about their opinions. Their opinions are essentially just a mirror. My, yeah. You know, like that, like the dude that would say like, you need to stop talking about jujitsu. Yeah. It's like all right, you've just told me a lot about yourself. Mm. Like you're just an insecure guy that is like worried in some way that maybe if we ever got in a physical altercation that you'd get fucked up. Yeah. So you just, you you try and like downplay what somebody else is doing completely. And it's just like, oh dude, like I I can see what you're saying here. Like I can read what the words are. But I also know what you're saying. And when you're talking, like us to a lot are talking to lots of people at any given time, the reality is that it's, I don't know, it's weird because you don't want people to feel like they, their opinion doesn't matter, I guess. But it's one opinion does not speak on behalf of thousands is mm. what I'm trying to say, I guess. Like I, you know, there's one of those videos up on my page where I'm... um. I was joking about... I'm uh, joking about... Right? Oh, what? You do that? Yeah. Ah, from time to time. Okay. Um, joke, good. Yeah, and that's my job. Yeah. And it actually says in my bio, comedian. Yeah. <laughs> and I think some people forget that. They miss it. What, they think it's like some serious political yeah, commentary and shit. Yeah, they're just like, fuck, your TED Talks are hilarious, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you, your TED Talks have got like a bit of a comedic tinge to yeah. them. <laughs> you ever thought about trying to make this shit funny? Yeah. So I was joking about Michael Jackson being a pedophile. Mm. You know, right? And whether you think he was or wasn't, hey, I don't I don't care. Right? He's not around anymore. Who gives a shit, right? Yeah. Uh it's not I mean, I guess if you're a victim, you give a shit, but you know, I feel like it's a thing you can definitely joke about. It's a well-known thing that people know of. And you can make jokes about that. Yes. Right? I made a joke about it. It has context that people generally understand. Yeah, and I wasn't even really being like, he's a fucking pedophile as well. Like, because, you know, another, I get a lot of people defend him and go, he was never, and a lot of people think he is. And I'm, I don't even know. I've never he watched it. He gives a fuck as long as people laugh. Yeah, I haven't watched the documentary. You know, I think he's got some tunes, right? Thriller, thriller bangs. 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 Shit dude. slaps. Shit slaps. Um, Want a jacket like that. You like huh? the red jacket, the thriller jacket? I thought you said I want a jacket like that. Oh, no. And I was like, to kids? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't think you want a jacket like Michael Jackson does. <laughs> Again, someone's going to get mad at this. So I get this message from this guy after I upload this clip. And I, I check my message requests, like, you know, from time to time. Usually people have questions about shows, so I try and keep on top of it. But uh, it's just like, man, I've, fuck. Yeah. He's like, I've been a fan of you for five years, and I just want to let you know that I'm unfollowing. Michael Jackson is the king of pop and speaking ill of him is like blah 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 just like ran on this you know sent me like this three paragraph well worded essay about why I'm a piece of shit and uh, I was just like thinking I was just remember like thinking it was so funny 
Mac, he like he he thought I was gonna be like no, yeah. don't leave. <laughs> like, he thought <laughs> I was Baby, gonna be like come back. <laughs> don't man, if you unfollow me, it's over. I'm over. Yeah. God damn it! I needed you. <laughs> <laughs> and some guy was once like, man, oh, fuck. oh, oh, what have you done? Oh, I plugged up my headphones. Oh no, I can't hear myself. What Put, am I gonna do? Try and push it back in the bottom bit. Is that better? Oh my god! Is that better? Yeah. Fix it, cool, dude. Yeah, tech whiz. Moment. Yeah, it's <laughs> happened before. You were like, put the cord in, <laughs> plug it back in there, bucko. There was the same. Uh, the guy unfollowed you. Oh uh, yeah. And now your career is fucked. And this is this podcast is your last chance at salvaging what, what career you thought you had. That's why I came on here. Uh, yes. Baby, come back. Please come back. Baby, come yeah, back. I need that guy. So if he's <laughs> listening, um, I think Michael Jackson has sex with adults. As well as kids, correct. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone again. Damn it! <laughs> did you uh, did you see the? I didn't watch the full thing, um, but Schultz on Rogan making those North Korea jokes about the chick, and people were like bummed at him for that. Did you see any of that? Ah, uh, I don't know. No, not really. Oh, pull that! I go to. I think it was on Andrew Schultz's Instagram, but uh, Rogan had the North Korean chick on. The, oh the, yeah, I the think hot I saw North this. Korean chick, and then. Uh, yeah. What did he say? Oh, it's fucking funny. We'll see if we can pull it up. Uh, Instagram. So for those who don't know, Andrew Schultz is like a big American comedian. One of Luke's mates. You just rub shoulders with him all the time. Yeah, you know. I double Nah. <laughs> um, he, uh, he's idea. like blown up online for like doing stand-up. He's got been on Rogan and he's hilarious and he's kind of made it through the internet. It's kind of his backstory. Especially through COVID. He's gotten yes. so much bigger. <laughs> so yeah but people were fucking people were people were blowing up at him for that why because it was like super insensitive and super fucking racist and downplaying the struggle of fucking yeah i know i say i know why yeah i, yeah, I watched <laughs> I it, it. Yeah. i saw it as well <laughs> i know why but it's just like but it no but my point is just like firstly it was just trying to be funny yeah, well, like, it's comedy right yeah right and also it's like I mean, if you're, if you're listening to two white dudes chat on Joe Rogan, it's saying like if you listen to us and we say something stupid, you can't be like, are these guys dumb? <laughs> yes. Like, yes, they're we comedians. Are yes, we and are very, very dumb. stupid. And that's on you, I guess, for taking this as like social commentary. And <laughs> yeah. it's really just like, you know, a bit of a, a lighthearted break for your podcast about murder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 100%. <laughs> you know, but- uh, yeah, they uh, they came at him. But I, think- I don't know. I guess some people are like go. It's irresponsible. Like Joe Rogan has this big platform. La di da. He mm. shouldn't be getting people on that. It's like, well, you know, not. He records himself for three hours a week. Not everything they're gonna say mm. is gonna be perfect. Imagine if you recorded your friendship group 
for oh, I'd be disgusting. Oh, horrific. If I if if our li- if our we've got a group chat called Official Lords and it's got <laughs> a few just complete fuckwits in it. Mm. Uh, shout out to the boys. Yeah. And uh, if if that was live streamed to like Twitter. Let's say there was like a particular like Twitter fucking thread oh. of just us and our commentary. People would be like, "Fuck, they're weird." We'd eh? have a Jace's over party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd be gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every like that's the thing. It's like these guys are friends catching up. Yes, they're on record. Yes, they know that. But also, he's doing like huge theaters now it's entertaining it doesn't honestly those people would have never come see a show anyway so it actually yeah. doesn't affect him people are like we had all these um uh what's the band uh, the beat bts right this north uh north korean not north korean boy band <laughs> <laughs> korean boy band right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> north korea boy band uh no they they wouldn't have made Get it out him, of John. Yeah, like he is a lot of saving you up. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't poop. Doesn't poop. <laughs> you know he banned people wearing skinny jeans. What? Yeah, because he didn't like Western culture seeping in. But they're all so skinny. I know. What are they gonna do? Yeah, that's just jeans. That's bro. just jeans, bro. <laughs> Feed your people more, then they wouldn't be skinny jeans. Fuck. Yeah. Now I'm cancelled. All right. <laughs> It's just, uh, it's so funny. Like I always, I thought that I was just like, oh man, like they're banning skinny jeans, and I was just thinking, like all I could think about, I was like, now what happens when Fallout Boy come to town? You're gonna wear baggy jeans, you look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I've been to a Fallout Boy concert. It's skinny jeans or fuck off. Yeah, right? basically, and yeah. every male has to wear eyeliner. Yes, non-negotiable. One yeah. night. If you don't look like the band members, you're out. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's so, like, oh, there's another crazy story I read just before I get on back to that PTS thing. I yeah. will forget. So let's, just before, I know right now we're taking a detour. That's fine. Right, this, we're doing a Forrest Gump again. Yes. I want to know. We started off at BTS because that is a good one as well. What's BTS? The band. The band. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The North Korean boy band. <laughs> you are like the biggest band in the world and you're like, what the fuck is that acronym? I actually don't know. I've actually never heard of them. Oh, that, <laughs> that makes you interesting. <laughs> Um, so Luke they can't be that big (laughs) you're a racist Um, so uh, yeah so just this story I heard about North Korea I was like reading about North Korea like just you know because I just get bored do you ever just read about things Uh, quite a lot yeah Oh yeah, books. Yeah. See, I don't. Big book guy. Uh, I just like read. I would just Google things and then just read about it. Cause I'm yeah. weird. So I was like reading all these. I like, struggle reading off the internet. Like I struggle reading unless really? it's like a book, and I'm like, and you know, really get close to it and really. I think I just only read about things that interest me. I yes. wouldn't read like a story off a screen. But mm. like this was like this first-hand account of you know people who escaped from North Korea, and there was this crazy story about this family that they lived in North Korea but quite close to the South Korean border so they could tune in to South Korean radio, radio. which is completely illegal like, that would fuck you up it's I reckon. punishable by uh, like life in prison camps or and possibly execution because it's considered treason if mm. you consume any foreign media something like that or like a crime against the state which is what I think they should do here yeah yeah, you should only be allowed to listen to Nova Drive. <laughs> right, but there was this story, right? And this guy's like, yes, my family, we used to huddle around and put it on the lowest volume, a little black radio every single night for 10 years and tune in just to hear, like, Korean pop music. And it was their favourite time every day. And we we knew if our neighbours heard it, we'd be dobbed in and we'd end up life in prison. And all I could think was, like, man, imagine, like, 
that look at the lengths that they go to to like mm. have a bit of fun and to listen to radio. There is fucking no one in Australia that's like running out no. into the woods with a big antenna. Like, I need to know what Hughes's kids are up to. Yeah, yeah. Just like, I need to listen to Fox Drive or like yeah. Hit Drive right now. Gotta get me some Alan Jones. Yeah, <laughs> that's just crazy to me that like, they're like we have so little appreciation for like yeah what our lives are it's just i think i'm probably gonna like maybe try and like incorporate a bit into i really want to write a bit about north korea because i just think it's so fascinating yeah. not shitting on north korea just like more pointing out how lucky we have it yeah and like just saying like we take all these things for granted and there's people over there like huddled around listening to fucking bts going like wow yeah this is entertainment well that's kind of on like a serious note that's like one of the problems that we're having right now is that like australia's going through some shit and then it's there's some like real obvious like insane atrocities and injustices going on in other places of the world yeah and then so we're caught in this weird situation where if we you know like this whole anti-vax thing and like okay what is free you know let's have some what are our unalienable rights where where's like because in my in my opinion a free society is where like every person is granted these uh, rights that cannot be taken away from them and then the government of that free country is basically built around that person and their rights mm-hmm. and the the thinking that underpins that is that like a free person that is able to contribute to society is better uh, and will achieve a better outcome for society than someone that faces any form of oppression. Right. So that's like our underpinning of our society. Mm-hmm. And then we've all got on the same page and we're like, this is the move. And then we've got examples like North Korea and Afghanistan and all these places where like that just isn't the case. And the problem is, is that now you're seeing people on social media, as soon as you take a position, like I pretty much am taking the position of like, this is the line in the sand. These are the freedoms yep. that I've got. Everything builds off that. I can't give you a little bit from that yep. because then as soon as I give you something like a little bit of that freedom, now we're existing on a scale Yep. where there's like, there's like minimal oppression or you yep. know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. then it goes all the way to North Korea, yep. all the way to Afghanistan. Yep. Whereas when you're like solo and you're on that little Island and you've got those rights and like, they can't be taken away from you. You're not on the scale. Yeah, yeah. So the problem is, is that you get people that are like, look at what's happening over there. And what, you just can't wear a mask and you just can't do this? It's like, okay, now you're asking me to step onto this fucking weird scale. And right now it's not dangerous. Right now, like the move probably is to wear a mask and the move probably is to get vaccinated when it's safe and when it's like ready, really ready. But you can't mandate that shit because then you've just stepped out of your your sovereign island of being a free person and then you've just got like, you've stepped onto the scale. You're at the most uh, cordial end of that scale, mm. but now there is the possibility. So it's it's a weird thing, but it's not like you stand on that island and say like, fuck them fuck their problems like glad we're not like that i just i think that by being on that island you actually can have an ability to protect other people's freedoms as well so yeah i just think people really need to be like 
careful with that it's like it, it is so true like we don't appreciate these things and we don't like we do take so much for granted but that's why it's like yeah. you've just got to stand there and you've got to be you know that free individual and then as a free individual you need to fight for other people's freedoms and you just can't do that when yeah, you exist don't, on that don't continuum. fight on your instagram story one thousand percent yeah like that's not people are like we gotta fight and i'm like cool are you posting it to all your white friends in australia is that gonna help the problem 100%. like all these girls like trying to save afghanistan you know from their bedrooms you're like just fucking promote juice <laughs> yeah what is wrong yeah. yeah just get your tan put it yeah. on you notice during the week pick. i fucking posted a whiskey brand deal did you Okay, well, was it, oh, was it a flex? I was, just, I was just meant like, I wasn't trying to change the world. I was just doing me and being like, buy this shit, bro. It's good. And it makes you drunk. <laughs> like, There's no real change. Yeah, my point was like, I don't, you know, I, I do, address, I think it's so funny. I actually talk about it in like, uh, I talked about it online this week. I had one of my shows about, uh, about how everyone was just talking about the wiggles, right? And like how you know there's no one like uh, all my friends do you know the, like the, the wiggles did you hear what happened about the wiggles Mm-mm. oh you didn't hear about the wiggles like all my like it was a, me. it was a day after the thing in Afghanistan happened right and all my friends were just talking about the wiggles added new band members right? really Four new. yeah yeah just watch this kind of clip right? I just like, thought it was so funny that everyone was talking about the wiggles because we no, live no, in no, this just go back to his TikTok yeah it was like one of the most recent ones it was the second most recent one I was just yeah that one the wiggles so I just thought just before we click on it Right, I just thought it was, like, so funny this week that we'd live in this world of, like, where news isn't news. No. Like, Afghanistan was real fucking news. Like, that. fair enough, talk about that. And, I, you know, if you want to post on your story, great. You're not changing the world. But, yeah, <laughs> I think it actually is important to talk about it. And uh, or maybe it's just even from the perspective of, wow, like, that's horrible. And to make sure that stuff never happens here and stuff mm. like that. There is still value in talking about it. But we live in this world, I was like thinking during the week, where it's like, <laughs> none of my friends give a fuck. Mm. Really? Yeah. And they, they are still posting about it. But then in the group chat, they're like, oh my God, did you hear about what happened in the Wiggles? But then in their story, it's like all this shit. It's Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. But like, they're not talking about it to anyone. They're just publicly being like, I care. And then like, really, they're just being like, oh my God. Like... Four new wiggles. You never thought you'd see the day. <laughs> just like this is crazy. Yeah. So just play like the first half of the beat, right? Sammy is not white. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, how many of them are there? Eight. People got so angry. Yeah, that's wild. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Fuck yeah, Greg. (laughs) Ha <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you can stop it there. <laughs> <laughs> Not a great place to stop it. <laughs> stop it before the racist shit happens. <laughs> No, I just think that's so funny. It's such a good thing to point out where, like, we live in this world where, like, people pretend... I think people just pretend to care about that shit, really. Because yeah, well, it is true. There isn't much you can do from here. No, no, 100%. There isn't anything you can do from your bedroom. So I guess that's why people just talk about the wiggles. Because it's like, well, what am I going to do? But it's like, don't pretend, you know? Mm. Yeah, and people, like... Uh, people sort of just take a side... And then they well the pro- the problem is as well. <laughs> Was anyone pro Taliban? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Someone's like, man, I'm pr- I'm drawing my line in the sand. <laughs> well, I feel like people can still argue about that shit though. You know oh, what I mean? They're like, like America were oppressing them. Like, yeah, they shouldn't have got involved. Yeah, there's like all sorts of weird arguments that <laughs> yeah. then you know it seems like. Well, the other thing people need to take into account is that the platforms are showing you what you want to see. Like the algorithms are super smart. Like if you watch your reel and you fucking you know you keep swiping up on your reels on Mm. instagram like the more you like and the like you swipe out on one thing that was had these tags on it instagram's like ah it doesn't like that as much and then it's like 80 bucks and then it's like bang watch all of it and you double tap it and then the next reel is going to be something that's more associated more so what you what you're doing whether you you know it or not exactly you like you get created the this uh this little echo chamber of information that you want to hear gets just delivered and it makes to people you. think like they're right because they're exactly. constantly seeing other people who agree with them exactly even though that may be a minority yep. it's like all i get now is just skateboarding videos because <laughs> i just i just like all of a sudden got obsessed with skateboarding and i'll you know watch a few tony hawk videos on youtube and then tiktok's like you like tony hawk do you well here's every 18 year old in america doing a kickflip at their local skate park yeah. forever yeah. and that's all i get now on tiktok <laughs> yeah, the, your algorithm's like a life sentence if you yeah. watch like five or six videos yeah. it's like yeah, that's like the one way you could just fuck someone's life yeah it's like go into their instagram type in alanis morissette as a hashtag <laughs> and like five of those videos <laughs> and that is you have fucked their that's life that's so good you have condemned them to listening to Alanis that's Morissette that's very funny then their Spotify will be listening on their phone so then this is Alanis Morissette yeah. is the first thing that gets that's good you can just like make someone just enter like a world of hurt with oh, like their social media 100% you watch like Gangnam Style a Gangnam Style reaction videos right and then, then the algorithm's like oh okay we see what's going on you watched a few sigh videos in 2017 do you (laughs) well here's despacito forever (laughs) you like crazed dance tracks oh voila you end up soldier boy (laughs) (laughs) you end up with fucking dickheads like luke kidgel and your tiktok yeah in perpetuity literally people like my video once and then they just probably can't get rid of me now yeah all of these views are from people yeah. that are just being fed your shit yes. you're like how do i opt out of this yeah. tiktok's like, like you no. can't <laughs> there's no way how good but yeah that's uh that's one of the problems that we're facing and i don't think people realize that it's happening to them they're just there's no objectivity like if you're getting your no. information from social media in any way shape or form um, and then even yeah, so be like me get no information whatsoever and be forever uninformed yeah yeah, yeah. ignorance is bliss baby <laughs> yeah and it also makes you sound like a bright dickhead on podcasts <laughs> <laughs> 
but like even the stories that you watch like the stories that you watch the most and you don't swipe out mm. of or click next on them. they're going to be the ones that you get first so yep. yeah you are being fed information whether yeah. you know it or not and it's like if and that that's the one thing that i learned from doing that podcast with the senator dude is why do i say senator dude malcolm roberts that's yeah. the one thing i learned from doing the podcast <laughs> you never learned his name malcolm roberts is that it's really really hard to be educated it took me three hours to, to, to decipher 20 minutes of one podcast on the australian constitution i had four pages of notes for a 20 minute section of a podcast on the australian constitution wow because that's how hard it was to understand i'm not a fucking lawyer so for me to understand some lawyer yeah. shit, I had to really go in. I sat in my chair at home with my laptop and a notepad and, wow. it, and it took me that long. So if anyone, I think that was probably one of the biggest shocks is like, oh, oh, you think you know what, you think you know what's going on? Yeah. You, you actually don't no. and you need to do. That's why I just don't pretend I do, I guess. Mm. But maybe that also makes me an idiot is like not even trying yeah, but the thing there is, is, is like, no, who's there got is, the fucking time? Sure, yeah, it's mainly that. It's because I'm just self-absorbed, maybe of doing my own business or whatever. But you admit that, and you sure. don't pretend to know. No, yeah, no one's coming to my content to for facts. Exactly. But, like, if you want to hear, like, you know, I, I saw a homeless person in Cave Avenue try to fight a Lamborghini that was, <laughs> that was parked. <laughs> it wasn't even moving. <laughs> that, now, if you want to hear about that, hey. I'm your fucking guy. Come, come check me out, but uh, you will not hear anything... At all informed. You know, it was crazy. I've been staying on Cavill Avenue since I've been here because I'm a degenerate and I think it's funny. Have you taken Meg to the strippers yet? Oh, no. We should go. Yeah, I'll, definitely. Yeah. I told her. I was like, yeah, man, Jace. Oh, we're leaving tomorrow. Well, let's oh. go tonight. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it was like so funny to me that like, uh, you know, I, I come to the Gold Coast so much now. So it's not like I'm, I don't feel at this point like I'm one of those touristy people that's like, I need to stay at surfers. Yeah. I've stayed in Burley. I've stayed in Coolangatta. I've stayed in... Palm Beach. I've said everywhere, pretty much. Mermaid, Broad Beach, all down the coast. And there's a sick part of me that I don't just know. Just loves Cavill. They're just no, I don't love it. I, I I'm just white trash. Like yeah. I'm just, I'm garbage. I'm exactly what that street <laughs> wants to be on it. And I, Meg was like, oh, like you know, let's just stay at this place on Cavill. You know, there'll, there'll be food around at night because I get home late. So it's like, all right, fine. It's kind of just convenient. Yeah, yeah. But you go out there at night, and oh my god, creatures, eh? Oh, animals. Yeah, creatures. Yeah, we're just wild, wild people. I went to this kebab shop and I'm standing there on trackies, thongs, bread, and two liters of milk in my hand. Right? <laughs> Doing your yeah, shake. Yeah, going like, give me fucking money, guys. Give me fucking. This fucking dude shot. I'm real fucking angry. I'm literally like 1 a.m. I've got holding milk. I've just been to a convenience store to get milk and bread for the next morning for breakfast because the supermarket was closed and I'm a child and don't go shopping during the day because <laughs> I'm busy, right? So I was like, fuck, all right, I'll pay upwards of $8 for milk <laughs> at a convenience store. I get to the kebab shop. I'm like, hey, dude, like just started ordering. And he's like, oh, where are you off to next, brother? Heading out? And I look this guy dead in the eye and I hold up my milk and my bread and he's just like, looks at me like so and i was like what do you mean heading out first of all implying that i was out like i was just in the club with two letters of milk like mixing with some baileys bro let's fucking get this shit going <laughs> no chance and then i was like no no, no i'm not coming out. i'm going home i'm like my night has started and ended here and it's sad yeah and don't judge me for that i've got milk on like no one 
partying on Cavill Avenue, walks down the strip with two liters of milk. No. No. But, and then it got me thinking, I kind of walked back to the hotel. I was like, that was weird. And I pressed like the button in the elevator. I was just like, oh my God. He must think, like he must have seen someone else with two liters of milk. Before. Going like, mate, just go the night's here. about to get fucking turnt from here on. If you if you are going out, how much shit do you have to see on that street? Yeah, for that to be like for, a for thing, that to yeah. be like him yeah. going like he's clearly not going home. He must be going somewhere with his bread. He's like he's like ah fuck wild night eh two liters of milk yeah I've seen this I've seen how this story ends and you're just like what story yeah <laughs> just like get that bread dude yeah dude no not money wonder why <laughs> like what's, what's wrong with you <laughs> like get out there and get amongst the brother no I'm going to bed it's one a.m. it's a it was a Monday night. Mm. I was like, why are you even open? <laughs> fucking Cavill, dude. That's what uh, I was saying to I was saying to Ronan. You fucking... There's uh, all these clubs like you walk down Cavill. I'm like, I've never been to that one. Never been to that one. Never been to that one. That looks new. Yeah. Hollywood Showgirls. Been there for fucking 30 years. <laughs> Finest. You know, like... There's Finest establishment in the game. So many of these fucking bars and clubs, yeah. they come and they go. Hollywood Showgirls. <laughs> A staple. It's, it's just like one of those things where it's... It's. I think it's the worst place in Australia mm-hmm. by far because there are there are objectively worse places, but consistently, like two p.m. in the afternoon in Rockhampton, that's not that bad. Mm. But twenty four seven, that place is open for, and it's always bad. Cavill, yeah, Cavill, Cavill. Like I like. There's the infamous story. I think I've told you before. I watched two fifteen year olds have a punch on over yes. a Mick rap. Yes, best thing I've ever seen in the Gold Coast. The most Gold Coast story I've I have. I've been coming here for years and I've never seen anything more Queensland than one 15-year-old kid stealing another kid. Not even Big Mac. Something kind of like a side menu item. Mm, you know, like, like a dollar menu. Yeah. Give me your Mick rap and just punching him in the mouth and I was just like... There's, there's not many fights that are worth $1. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like essentially, if you, yeah. if you break it down, yeah. what are we fighting over? <laughs> One dollar in the form of a McRat. I like to think that's going to be Jake Paul's next fight. Just Dude. fighting over a Caesar wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Grilled homie. Dude, he is fucking killing it. What are your thoughts on this? So I'm not into fighting, so everyone's like, you can fight, no shit. I'm not, I don't know what's a good fighter. You know a lot about fighting. Seems like more than me. Is he good? Yeah, he's a pretty good boxer. Yeah. But there. so the dude that he just beat is a... I think five-time UFC champ, but he's not fighting boxers. That's what everyone's been getting angry about. Yeah, but should he? No, because he's, he's not. not he's not a boxer. Yeah, he's like trying but he, but to he's, be a but boxer. He's, at, he's definitely branding himself as a boxer now. Well, he's trying to be a boxer, and he's like doing four years of training. So, like, he's been pretty much training full time for four years. This is what I get. He's already a millionaire. Why do you want to be a boxer? Fuck. Can you look up how much money he would have made on that I know, it's the money, but flight? like he was already rich, so it's yeah, like... Yeah, but like there's rich and then there's like generational wealth rich, you know? I know, but you hear, if he like played his cards right, like even with nah, what totally Logan's Woodley. doing yeah. with his podcast and stuff, you can get rich in other ways where you don't have to get punched in the head. Um, Go... Fight earnings. So, um... Go up a bit. Is it in oh, the? Wait, wait, go is down, it hundreds of thousands or millions? So the internet celebrity made two million dollars from the fight with Woodley, as per a report from MMA Fighting. 
who got these figures from the Ohio State Athletic Commission. Uh, the figure is just his guarantee for fighting, never mind his pay-per-view split or sponsor bonuses. Um. Woodley, who was supposed to only make 500000 according to his agent, also walked away with two mil. Fuck, that's a big payday for him, dude. Also, if that's the pay, if that's the pay per view split, the extra one point five mil, then that means Jake's pulled away like a few, you know, three to four maybe. Yeah, that's um, okay. That's, I take it back. That's uh, I get understand why he wants to get punched in the head. Fuck, dude. take me back to Darwin if I get four mil. I know, I, I would get fucking murked for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd take one of the gut. I'd take a slug. <laughs> yeah, you can punch me in both nuts at the same time for five. <laughs> Shoot me in the leg. <laughs> Imagine if like this shit progressed to that, where it's like the celebrity boxing thing just got boring, and then it was like really we're just like watching serious injuries get yeah. inf- afflicted on somebody it's just like the most extreme <laughs> yeah. like we're gonna dude he's gonna get shot like legitimately shot in the leg today it's like a pay-per-view of like yeah. logan paul getting like becoming an amputee <laughs> <laughs> it's just like fuck this is entertainment now well i, d- I think we're regressing as a society like 100%. if that's like if now like youtube is boxing and stuff but I mean, the thing is, like, but good on him. I don't really. I'm not hating on him for that. I think it's cool. How how's this though? The two biggest pay per views of 2021, uh, in boxing: Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather, mm. Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. Yeah, and it shows. It's like, like I, I always tell people, like, it's the same thing with actors, and also this: the industry doesn't care about your talent or skill. No. You, you just need eyes if it's entertainment anything in entertainment they yeah. just eyes mean money yeah. and that means you get hired if you can pull pull in people right all these people like I watched this movie during the week it's this new one on Netflix that you, you probably don't you probably don't know, even know who she is but as, <laughs> oh, well I don't have a TV yeah there's this girl named Addison Ray who's like do you know her she's like huge on TikTok like when those girls like show me and, show me uh, is she hot as absolute fuck if she is over age, yes. Oh, okay. Different, different one then. <laughs> no, I think she is 18. I'm not sure how old this people are. So it's like a huge fucking gray. 83 million followers. Gee, 5.4 billion Hang likes. How, how old? Can you just Google her age to make sure that what Jay said then was okay? <laughs> <laughs> did, did you know who she was? Nah, uh, but I th- there's like some chick that I thought was extremely hot that's doing very 20. well on TikTok but yeah. that's everyone you know she's doing well good on her right so she's danced her way out of so the top so show me some of her content um it's just she's probably promoting this movie but maybe do one where she's like dancing that 11 million one what's that where's she from oh okay like, you know, like these whoa yep just oh probably a brand deal just for like uh, oh yeah it is yep, American Eagles yeah so it's 11 million view brand deal dude so so okay can i just guess where you're going with this so you haven't told the full story but can i just guess mm. where you want to take this she's fighting so, jake paul <laughs> <laughs> so she's a dog shit actress but because she she's pulls... not a, no she's not an actress okay so she's, a, so she's not <laughs> i want to make that very fucking clear she does this <laughs> now good on her yeah that's cool so that's pretty much what you're saying is yeah. she's got this netflix movie because of this she's the lead role and i watched it the other night just because i was interested like, like meg was like dude you gotta watch this movie it looks fucking awful it's hilarious we watched it like pure filth like just like the script everything everything like continuity errors throughout it like the dialogue and there was one point of the film where i couldn't figure out <laughs> if 
if the, she was supposed to be sad or socially awkward because she was talking to a guy <laughs> and she likes the guy in the movie like she has a crush on him she, she's falling for him right yeah she's falling for the dork she's the popular <gasps> girl but she's falling for the loser because why the what? fuck would you ever fall for a loser that's a great <laughs> message to send to children isn't it it's like oh conflicted because i like a guy oh it's no not cool. i like him but he likes music <laughs> fucking dork <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he rides a horse. What a freak. Um, anyway, so there's this movie and he's like, oh yeah, my like my mum died. And she goes, and I could tell the director was like, be like, oh no. She goes, oh, that's not good. <clears throat> and I go to Meg, I was like, is this what? Is she supposed to be sad? And Meg's like, I don't know. And it actually made the movie hard to follow because I was like... Because you just couldn't pick up I, on her emotions. Yeah, since. they're supposed to portray sadness in that moment or confusion or awkwardness like because that's their job. job. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I'm watching this shit. The best thing that happened throughout the movie was it gets to this 30 seconds left and I'm watching it with Meg and I, I rip the loudest fart. <laughs> so bad like in the bed I just rip a fart uncalled for and Meg goes what the fuck and I go what I was reviewing the film <laughs> rip a call from me I am a professional comedian <laughs> the jokes just don't extend they, to on stage uh, it's a fucking lifestyle I'm always on people I'm always on <laughs> it's a fucking lifestyle my assholes out here roasting films <laughs> Even my arsehole's good at improv. So, uh, but yeah, she gets this movie and like I was talking to this guy recently who's like, man, I'm like, I want to become an actor. Like, do you have any tips for me? Like as if I would know. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm not an actor, right? And I also did an ad recently in Melbourne, like just before I left, just like, you know, got asked to do an ad because of my social media following. And like, What oh, kind of ad was it? Like for TV or something? Just f- f- for Nobby. The oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, you've been partnered with them. We've been partnered with them in the past just because, you know, we have a platform and we yep. offer value to them as a company. Yep. So they were like, you know, like, oh, man, I'd love to have you in this ad. You have a line. I was like, yeah, cool. I'll come down for the day and um, did it. And then all the extras w- I was like, like, oh, how did you? They're like, how did you get this? Like, did, where'd you study? And I was like, what? And they're like, well, where do you study acting? I had one line. Uh, like, I ha- it wasn't. So- I didn't have to be good at acting. I was just like, I've got oh, a sentence. Yeah, I was like, oh, a new pair of Nobby underwear. Great. And then I, I, I something like I forgot the line. Because right? honestly, line. yeah, I was like delivered it like Addison Ray. I was like, am I sad? You know, am I happy about it? And uh, they were just like, no, like, where'd you study? And I was like, oh, I didn't. I just, you know, Nobby sponsored my podcast. So I was like, and then these actors were like, oh, you have a podcast? So you're not an actor? And I go, no. And like, oh, I studied four years. And they're like in the background of the ad, like mm. drinking a beer, getting paid like hundred bucks for the day to sit there and be an extra. And I felt so awkward because I was just like, I don't care, but I don't want to be, I don't care about this. Yeah. I'm going to move on to my life. Yeah. And I don't want to pursue, this is not a career for me. That's, this is kind of be... like a favor slash a, you know, I thought it'd be a cool experience to just say, like, I've never done an ad before. I'll rock up. It was like two hours of my life. you know. But for them, it's like literally everything. Yeah. And it was really awkward. And I like always say this to people. It's going back to the eyes thing. Like, if you want to be an actor, I'm sorry. Pick up the fucking phone and start dancing. Yeah. Because they're not going to hire you. You might get on Home and Away. Cool. But you're not going to get on the Netflix movie if if you can't pull people in. You're never going to be the lead, I don't think, anymore. I think there's going to be like a new wave of... There will be all those or there are already those celebrities that the industry pushes like you know like those new people that come up like Jennifer Lawrence and stuff like that yeah, you know they're yeah. great they are great actors yeah. there will always be people like that but 
in the most part, these movies that are just like circling around on streaming services that pay good money. Yeah. They're just full of influencers now. Yeah, and they're just trying to target a, like existing fan yeah, like Logan Paul was in like a movie a few years ago. Well, he made his own movie, I'm pretty sure. Right, maybe, I, I don't I know. I think it, what was it? Do you remember that? It was, it was like, some like YouTube airplane, airplane something. It was, yeah, yeah, it was like a YouTube bunch thing. of influencers. But like, I think that's just the way it's going. Like when you see these people, like she's only been popular for a couple of years and she's already in lead roles in like what was, I guess, a fairly high budget movie. Well, that's like Bella Thorne, dude. Like yeah, she, she got big off social media. She's, uh, she did like OnlyFans and shit as well. So, right. she, but she was like, she yeah, ripped off a bunch that. of people on OnlyFans. I don't know how much about it. Is she like a singer? No. Mm, I don't in know. Instagram? Type in Bella Thorne. I don't know what she. I don't know <laughs> what she does. I don't. <laughs> well, she can't be that big. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I found out. I do know who she is from the OnlyFans thing. Yeah, just go to get her wiki, maybe. You know they, you know they, you know. Do you hear that OnlyFans news? Well, I think, haven't they that retracted that? That was a publicity start yeah, 100%. Huge, yeah, huge, man. They retracted it after a week. Yeah. So, uh, Annabelle... Oh, see, she is a singer. That's what I thought. I thought okay. she did music. Um, fuck, oh. I wish we could listen to one of her songs. Is she uh, a Disney star? Says Walt Disney. Uh, maybe she maybe is. She, oh, I think she was. I think she was a Disney star, and that's why it was really controversial that she finished Disney and went to do OnlyFans. It's crazy that like when a girl reaches a certain age, she wants to fuck. I know. What? Everyone did the same thing with Miley Cyrus yeah, as well. Oh my God, she dry humped Robin Thicke. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's, she wants to fuck he's, like the he's, rest of us. His name's Robin Thicke. <laughs> <laughs> he's thick. <laughs> it piques your curiosity. Yeah. If she was also, she's the daughter of like a rock, a country rock star. Everyone's like, oh, she's doing drugs. I'm like, her father is Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> yeah. That man is 97% drug at this point. <laughs> that man is like a marijuana plantation plant. <laughs> yeah, you are yeah, product of your environment yeah. as such. Yeah, so uh, she is an American actress, model, and singer. Uh, the, the, His heart is achy breaking from the weed. Sorry, I was a bit late on that joke. I should have said that 10 seconds ago. Continue. <laughs> she is a recipient of several accolades, including an Imogen Award, a Shorty Award, a Teen Choice Award, and three Young Artist Awards. She is a fucking terrible actress, objectively speaking, My, from what I've seen. Speak for yourself, mate. She's been an Elven and the Chipmunks, the road chip. Oh, okay. And that's funny because it's road trip, but they're chipmunks. Uh, that, so that is a pun. Going with chip. The road chip could also be like a great film about a few up-and-coming carpenters <laughs> just <laughs> on the road trying to, you know, make, make a living in COVID. It's hard out there. <laughs> that sounds like a good documentary. Fleeing lockdown. Yeah. Ice, what, ice road chippies. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> they got the tool trailer just... Yeah, they come in and fix up igloos. <laughs> That'd be cool. Well, yeah, I saw... Uh, I tried to put... Uh, I logged into Foxtel on my desktop the other day. It was big fucking... Big news for me. You saw Foxtel? I logged into Foxtel on my desktop, like on my computer. I didn't even know Foxtel... Foxtel's still around. Is it still work, work via a cable? I think Foxtel is... Or is it a streaming service now? Well, they do it the online thing. Right. But yeah, so I logged in to watch Jack... I uh, watched Racing. Um, and then she was on a movie. It was called like... Uh, fuck. It was some play on drugs. And then like literally as soon as... The first scene, like I, as I opened up my laptop, was her like in her brother's... Uh, she's got a ADHD brother 
who had um, Adderall prescription mm. and she's like getting into the drugs. It was like the most cliche, like terrible acting, yeah, teen like movie. teen finds prescription medication. Oh. At it was just like the most fucking cringe thing ever. I was just <sighs> like, all right, so movies, 2020, haven't really missed much. Yeah, but then again, you just, it's because you don't need to be, you just need to be popular. Mm. That's why Jake Paul is the biggest boxer in the world right now. He's not the best boxer in the world. No. Don't have to be the best. Well, that's it's that's the point. I mean, we've talked about this a lot. Like other other comedians who have come from a more traditional route or are going for that path in my industry, like you know, they want to get on the gala through management. I don't know, like TV. I don't really know what the goal is anymore. If yeah. you're a comedian, you're not doing online. Like, what's the goal to get on? Like, yeah, the, the project. Projects? Yeah. Is, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've known a lot of people who've been on the project and their lives have not changed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like uh, one of those things where like what, yeah, I've, I've copped a lot of that. Like, oh, he's not, I'm better than him. Or they might think like, oh, he doesn't deserve yeah. to be there. I'm like, regardless of who's better, dude, I, the people don't even know that you're better because you're not even trying yeah, you're online. Not, you're not out there doing the, doing yeah. the thing. There's probably, I'm you know, there's sure there's dancers out there that you're like, oh my God, why are these girls TikTok yeah. massive for dancing? They're not even good at dancing. I'm like, you didn't fucking pick up your phone yeah. and dance every day for 10 year olds. Yeah. it's a So fun. don't complain. It's weird though, like, it's weird though, just how uh, important or like the currency that gets created around attention well, yeah. Because that's really all you're doing. Is I'm, you're I'm not just saying getting attention. I don't inherently think it's a good thing, yeah. actually. It's weird. I mean, I've made a career off it, so I'm not going to complain. However, it's... I've just... I feel like I've... I'm smart enough to just capitalize on... Mm, what's uh, already happening anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. I was like, this is what it is, and I want this to be my career, so I'm going to either do this 100% or not do it at all. I don't really like... I, I don't know. I do like the attention. I'm not going to lie, but I don't love love people coming up just to me oh that's gonna sound like I'm an asshole I don't love drunk people coming up to me and like oh you fucking tell us a fucking joke and they're yeah. really funny I don't like no one likes that I don't like some of the things that come with it yeah I do really like you know people coming out to shows like tonight it's gonna be so much fun and stuff but yeah I don't I don't love it mm. yeah I definitely made a choice to be like do I want this to be in my life and I was like yes mm. I was never going for fame I wanted it I wanted to have fun yeah in my career and yeah. I'm still doing that so that's good yeah, and the the way that you can get that is just via like this crazy level of attention. Yeah, but where, people where, it's, it's different. Pay like, you, you know, they're they're famous. Like, I, like that's the old you know, comedian will never get to that level of fame, which is cool. You don't I think, think that's oh, like there are comedians that have transcended comedy, like Joe Rogan and stuff. But he's more well known for the podcast. Yeah, most comedians, like if you saw like Louis C.K. just like walking on the street, I was gonna say, I think you'd yeah. just be like, oh, dude, that's I, cool. Yeah. I, I like your shit. Yeah, like there are like there's the rock star ones like Kevin Hart, uh, but Dave they're Chappelle. like, but, but you can are, only be that way by like fully embracing. Yeah, and that he embraced lifestyle. mainstream culture yeah. as well. He was in Jumanji, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he yeah. embraced mainstream movies as well as stand up, and he became like a rock star. Yeah, his shows aren't have transcended. And he wanted comedy. to become yes. a rock star, but I think you can like be just like. Like Bill Burr, even like he's respected, but only amongst like comedy nerds. Yeah. Like normal people. Like I don't even know if my dad would know who he is. Yeah. Like he's not household name, but my dad would know who Kevin Hart is. Obviously. Yeah. That's one of the cool things too about like doing your own thing online. Just niche. Is like yeah, you kind of your own niche. Yeah, like you. you you can control that shit a little bit. 
Yeah, if you go to a moto meet, you're fucking swamped. Yeah. But walking down the street, eh. Yeah, no, really. it's so, it, yeah, it's so much more rare for somebody to yeah. come up to you just like randomly in the street. But yeah, and I mean, I'm actually pretty interested to see what it's going to be like when I go to America next. Yeah, because it's so much bigger this in America. This podcast now, is yeah. huge in America, yeah. I think that's just the way that the world's going is like everyone's going to have their own little niche audience and that's, I think yeah. we've discussed this before, but yeah. I think you're right. Attention is the the currency. It's, that's the currency. And I think if you're not willing to play that game, then why are you in entertainment anymore? Because the internet is not going away. No. But yet mainstream media is. There will always be opportunities, I guess. I want you. I wonder where. Like, how many years do you give TV? Do you reckon it's when our parents die? Because nah. we don't watch it anymore. No. Nah. It'll go quicker than that, I reckon. Do you reckon ten years? Maybe fifteen. Because, like, shit happens quick. It'll be, like, the next... Whatever the next thing is. Like... Do you reckon they'll adapt? Like, these networks have money, so do you reckon they'll... They've started to make that their their online Yeah, platforms. it'll just be... They'll just move. Like, th- those businesses will stay... Th- like, the model might not stay the same, but, like, CNN will still be there. NBC will still be there. Like, the big networks will stay, I reckon. And doing what? Just news and... But it, they'll just like transition it to online. Uh, yeah. Like more... It'll be more online Live focused. sport is keeping TV around. But now KO exists, there's another blow. Yeah. Like even for Foxtel. Like yeah. Fox footy was a huge reason to get Foxtel. There was like a 10 year gap there where the only reason to have Foxtel was to watch every live sport game. Yeah, but now you can just do and that now online as well. And now it's KO and it's like Netflix, but for live sport. The crazy thing to think of is like... Uh, you'd look at say like a Fox footy show that was on at like Monday night like the NRL roast or whatever mm. this show would get so many more listens and views yes but it would be like by an, a ridiculous number I always think that's so funny is like I if you, you can go look at like how many what the ratings are they released them like if you looked at well, like what the project got last week or yeah let, look that like, up look at the, but that's the biggest show so if you is the project the biggest one I don't know just look up channel 10 ratings or something like that and the, the, the ratings are high but they're not over a million mm. they're like 500k I think the last time I checked and sometimes I think it's funny like say if someone's like oh, I was in the project tonight or whatever and they're like oh my god like 300,000 people watched it and I'm just like, I uploaded a video and a million people watched it today. Yeah, just today. Yeah, and then that's not even considering the people that were going through my backlog either. So where is... See, these are the ratings. Like, so, the, okay, this news is still the highest grossing thing. A yep. million around Australia for seven news. That, that night. That night. Yeah. But go down like The Bachelor. Oh, wait, are these the, what's this for? This is... Go is up. this last week? Oh, 2nd of September. Thursday. So, The Bachelor, the grand final even. So, the biggest one of that show, 600,000 people watched it. Yeah. And that's that's not so, even people... That's not... It doesn't even show retention rates either. Yeah. That's... How do they even get that data? Is that just how many people tuned into it? Yeah. At any given time? Works. I wonder how it works. Maybe, it, like, you have to watch it for a minute for it to be considered a view or something. Yeah, But right. look, the projects are, like, under half a million. Yeah. It's and good that's numbers. Be, yeah, yeah. But that's supposed to be like the biggest show. But it's also for people like me, half those people are over 50. Mm. So it's like, there's no one for me watching that. There's like 50,000 people in the demo that I'm trying to target watching that. Yeah. And you can actually get more views than that yeah. online. Yeah, so it, it's actually dumb for people coming up like to, who are trying to entertainment to try and get on these platforms because 
yeah, you eat shit at the start. No one watches your videos. But if you can crack it, into yeah. it especially with TikTok and stuff, what are you doing trying to get on like the ABC? Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely doesn't make sense And I don't even want to be like the guy I want to trash, trash this media because I actually think there's a lot of good content on there. Yeah. I'm not like one of those people like everything sucks. There's some great shows. Like, have you been paying attention? It's easily the best comedy show that really? exists. It's fucking hilarious. Like <laughs> um, Sam Pang and Ed Cavalier and stuff. They're just great comics. Yeah. Like Hamish is on it. Um, you know, like Ursula Carson, they're all f- hilarious, right? There's good shows like Andy Lee has a new good show. What's like, that? Called, it's called The Hundred. It's where like they just survey a hundred people, a bit like Family Feud, but then three comedians just riff on it. Yeah, they're like, right. all right, how many people do you think pick their nose and eat it? And then a hundred people are on Zoom. It's like a very COVID-related show. Yeah. And then they have to fill in the survey, and it's like, all right, thirty-eight percent of our hundred pick their nose and eat it, and everyone has to guess what they think. Like. It's kind of just like fun. Like that could be a YouTube show. Yeah. That would actually yeah. work well on YouTube. Yeah. Some of these formats would work well online as like a 20 minute video of like, let's, we got a hundred strangers and surveyed them all. Like that's almost like a Mr. Beast video, really. True way. Eh? The, uh, the, the, I think the algorithms is the big thing here. So like you have your personal social media yeah, and then your personal, like you log into your YouTube channel and then based on what you like and watch just what we were saying before, what you swipe in and out of there, you just have like this personalized channel yeah, that, and it it's fucking scary how personalized it is. Like I know after every single night that there's a formula one race on, I get up and if I open my mobile device, this is what I do every single Monday morning. I get up, I walk to the toilet and I have a seven minute shit because that's about how long the Formula One race highlights are. And I can set my watch to the first video every Monday that there's a Formula One race is that highlight video. And it's the same for like qualifying, practice, FP1, FP2. Like because I watch those videos, YouTube knows and then they just give me that content. I I don't even know like formula one was racing at the moment <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> yeah it's not completely t- different because yeah, i it's wake just up not delivered to you and i'm just like oh another skateboard video <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah so <laughs> <Tell> me <laughs> <laughs> the big hawk man let's racing an, my feet again <laughs> let's watch a 900 yeah. again like i'm just into garbage like me and my editor reese like we are just into trash 2000s culture like we are the type of guys that will watch like jackass 2.5 for yes. like the fourth time and be like run it again <laughs> play it back <laughs> i need to see bam majera beat up his dad again <laughs> <laughs> I'm just into garbage. Like, that's what all I like. Go go to the bit where he puts the alligator in his mom's room. Yeah, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just into filth. Like, and all these other people, like, out here trying to change the world. And I'm just like, dude. Hey, mate. Remember when Johnny Knoxville put fireworks on roller skates? <laughs> good shit. <laughs> and this is why I'll always be the dumbest person in the room. <laughs> I have made a return, though, to uh, 2000s pop punk. You Late. have. Oh, Talk to me. Talk to me. Open up. I, I'm your guy. <sighs> All right. What? What? What's started? What's the taking back Sunday cute without the e? Wow. Great radio. That would be like that's my kind of go to. I go yeah. in cute without the e. You're old. Ohio man. is for lovers. You're ancient. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Man, I th- thrice. Oh, I don't even know who that is. Artist in the ambulance. Yeah, cool. I was listening to My Chemical Romance on the way here. Well, yeah, yeah. I fucking still got so much love. Green Day. Yeah. I was booked to go see the Hella Mega Tour, Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer, oh, and then it got cancelled. So yeah, I was probably going to go to the bar uh, during Weezer because I'm not forty, 
But um, Weezer's got some fucking bangers. I know, though. that's pretty controversial. They, they do have some good songs. You know who else has some bangers in that era too? Is Beck. Is that a band? No, Beck. It's just one dude. Oh. Yeah, there's some fucking bangers in yeah, there. Yeah, see, I'm... Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, see, that's I'm... That's not pop punk. No, but, but I'm like... You know, I came into it at Blink-182. Yeah, Like, anything yeah. pre that. Like, Green Day was the earliest. Yeah, Green Day is early for you. Offspring? But, yeah, they're good. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I think so I had what's your, as well. So, what's yours? Fallout Boy, obviously. That's the thing. It's White like... Chemical Romance. I, that's the bands that, when I, that was popular when I was young. Like, My Cam... Like, that album came out in 2006, The Black Parade. So, mm. I was like... Dude, I was in grade 11. Yeah, see, I was uh, 96 for... Uh, I was 12 or 13. Dude, I just bought yeah. a bike that is as old as you. <laughs> and I raced it the other day. And it worked. Yeah, it was fucking... Yeah. I mean, my seat fell off in my other <laughs> races. So, but I mean, that's not the bike working. That's just like shitty mechanics. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I want to say like the bands that I liked when I was growing up. I don't even... Some of them to have an age well. Like, you know, like you wouldn't even know who they are. Like all-time low. No, dude, like, oh, okay. I know the people in yeah, all-time okay. low. Oh yeah, you've talked yeah, about I've, this. Yeah, I've like toured with those guys. Yeah, they're yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was what's like one of their fucking main bangers? Weightless is like their biggest song. Oh, Dear Maria, Count Me. In. Dear Maria, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good song. Um, but anyway, yeah, just like I was, I'm into like garbage pop punk, like full on like teenage girl mm. pop punk. I used to be into. Now I kind of just the only ones I re go back to are like the real good ones, like My Cam, Blink, Green Day, and. Did you ever get into AFI? Nah. Yeah, you're missing some. Oh, I actually a day to remember was like the heaviest I went. Yeah, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> yes, it's like saying that's heavy offends people who are into heavy music. Yeah, They're like a day to remember is not heavy, mate. Yeah, for for pop punk though, like for if pop you're punk a pop is, punker, yeah. then that's like pretty full on. But now I just kind of into like um well, a lot of Australian music. I'm into like like literally before my show like I'll just put on like Jimmy Barnes like, in my, Fuck yeah. in my pre-show but, but there's also like good new shit that's come out in the genre I'm kind of into this like new wave of like rock pop punk that's coming out of like LA like Machine Gun Kelly yeah. he released his pop punk album it slaps and yeah, a lot yeah. of people are like fuck him he's a rapper you know and I'm just like <laughs> a lot of people because he had that beef with Eminem yeah. you know and a lot of people are like he had to change genres and I'm just like Mate, regardless, it was a banger album. Yeah, yeah. Like, I hated his rap music, so I'm glad he did. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but there's like new people coming up, like Youngblood and like these new yep, kind of yep. people coming out of that scene that are like, they're, they are targeted probably demographic younger than me, but I'm just like, they're doing their thing. They're cool. I like them. Mm. They're kind of not really... Pop now is becoming that actually. What's that? I think there's like a new wave of like rock coming back. Yeah. Like this. The, well, you know, Trippy Red and like Juice World even were like doing. Yeah. I've got. I actually like those. Songs I've got some too. Juice World songs in my like pre-show playlist as well. Like oh. I'm into that kind of new wave, like half pop, half rock. I don't even know what it is. It's just pop, I guess, at this point. Post Malone's doing a little bit of that too, actually. Yeah, I love Post Malone. Mm. People like that. Just you know, Childish Gambino. Yeah. What do you think? Do you listen to new Kanye? Donda. Uh, listen to the Fifty Seven Dondas. That was enough for me. Nah. Um, I skipped the first song because I just knew yeah, it was Donda, 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 Donda. Donda. Yeah. Um, so he did it. Apparently, I read a little... Makes me angry. Wait, I read a thing. It was a fucking tile with like some information on mm. it on Instagram. Take that as reading, if yep. you will. I probably overstated no, reading. To me, that's a book. So. <laughs> <laughs> but 57 times because his mum died at 57. Okay. And then they said it in like the 
beat of like a heartbeat that was getting faster right. in case you missed it i missed it yeah i put that on and was like i'm confused next yeah i have a list Rone, Rone's played a song the other day jail was good i like that one there's a couple uh but can we just say overrated mm. and it was a track bonanza too many tracks yeah there's a lot going on eh yeah like drake's album they listed a couple of years ago 25 tracks Fuck. let's let's cut that down to 12 and then and then they'll be albums. all bangers yeah release all save it yeah milk yeah. it but I reckon, I reckon there's a few songs that didn't need to be on there yeah you know that's why things get left in the cutting room yeah you know let's let's give us the hits Kanye don't give us all your ideas for the last two years <laughs> in once it goes for one hour and 40 minutes doesn't it the album Fuck, doesn't it go for a ridiculous amount of time have I made that up oh, that, that sounds, sounds long about. actually when I said that I was like that sounds long that's a Scorsese but film. also there was an 11 minute track on there so I think I'm right yeah, you probably are. Let's Just see look how long at, that shit is. Uh, Donda, like, um, Donda, um, album length. But I, no, there was some bangers on there. Yeah, I haven't. I, you know what? I just don't do Yeah, much. one hour and 48 minutes for an wow. album. You just fucking nailed that. It's too on long. The nose. Too long. That's a movie. It's a movie, yeah. It's an audio experience. And I understand that's what he's trying to create, but you know there's not many movies that are just like four minutes of a soundscape where nothing happens yeah he takes himself so seriously oh he's he's insane like actually clinically insane I think it's strange how I understand like, was like he's a genius and I understand that I listen to it like you know what I mean I'm also part of the problem I guess but it's like is it is it weird <laughs> encouraging someone with like a mental illness to just like have for I guess it's cool that he has freedom to create whatever he wants and he has a fan base that loves it but it's bizarre mm. that no one's maybe trying to help him mm. everyone's like just let him go he's a genius and I'm like he's fucking nuts the thing <laughs> I like him I like some of his music I think he's cool you know the but thing also, is if you're calling insane. yourself a genius though you're probably not no. in the same way that you're like yeah I'm super humble <laughs> Do you see that shit he said on Joe Rogan? It reminds me of like some things that I say in pockets where I'm like, I'm just sitting here like saying it how it is. And he said that there was this clip went viral and it was like talking about Star Wars. And he was like, he was like, George, who makes, he's like to Joe, he's like, who makes Star Wars? And Joe Rogan's like, George Lucas. And he's like, what's the main character's name? And then he's like, Luke. And then Kanye goes, George Lucas is the main character of Star Wars. What? And then everyone in the comments was like, Anakin's the main character, bro. <laughs> what the, <laughs> the whole? It's called the Skywalker saga. It's not about Luke. It's about Anakin. It's about Darth Vader coming bad, turning good. I'm like, it just made me realize I was watching that interview. I was like, oh, he hasn't seen the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's watched three movies. He's out here trying to like break down Star Wars. He hasn't seen the movie. Yeah, that, that was it. A- and everyone's like, he's a genius. And I'm like... I don't know. He never. He didn't watch Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> he's, he's watched three of his seven-part series yeah. and thinks he knows it. Yeah, it's... Uh, he says it's, some insane shit and people go, he's a genius. And I'm like, what? Smart about that. Yeah, there was... What, what was the... He spent like... He spent about three minutes of the of a three-hour interview actually answering questions that was asked to him. That's how you know someone's fucking crazy too. Yeah, he gets like, up on more tangents than us. 
Yeah, but see, we're supposed to get on TikTok. I'm not asking you any questions. No, <laughs> like, sure. We're just fucking talking. <laughs> You're like, what do you think about this? Yeah. And it's just like, nope. I'm going to tell you <laughs> some other shit. 30 minutes time, I'll be like, now to conclude my thoughts on Forrest Gump and why I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's like a Kanye interview. Can can we make it a thing that you're going to watch this movie? Yeah, I will. I don't even want to like hype it up to you. I mean, apart from the fact By the that next time stick- I come in here, I will have watched it. All right, this is yeah. this is how the night goes. We do your show tonight, eight o'clock, Lone Star Tavern, yeah. Mermaid Beach. Yeah. Then we go to the strippers. <laughs> then we wrap it up with then a we, bit of gump. Then we wrap it up, and then we uh, go back to the Airbnb that you're overpaying for. Yeah. And uh, and watch Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the thousand people I have to perform tomorrow. Sorry, guys, I went to bed at five a.m. because I went to the strippers and then got forced to watch Forrest Gump. <laughs> I have to check out at 10am I'm like a zombie on stage And I'm like Yeah but I agree Life is actually I, ch- I changed my perspective Life is like a box of chocolates uh, But you know what guys I was able to see it I came to the same conclusion yeah. That That uh, That movie is like As genius as movies get though The Kanye West of films Yeah You but, could say Yeah big One time. hour and 40 minutes of duration Yeah Just like They just hit everything And they hit it right it's like it's one of those movies where you wonder if it's like the you really think the guy's a real person yeah because it's just intertwined with so much like real shit then you watch another tom hanks film you're like hang on a sec wait a second who's this guy who the fuck is who's he think he is i thought you were i thought your name was forrest yeah every time i watch that polar express movie where he's animated animated tom hanks why just me out. why don't just run tom hanks does tom hanks well because it was Oh, because he was the conductor in the film, and he's they animate him. It's a kid. It's an animated film. Is it a Pixar film? Nah, it's horrific. I don't know what it is. Really? The Polar Express. Yeah, fucking awful movie. Hate that shit. I yeah. don't miss Christmas movies. <sighs> do that's, they, why do we? Just, that's when you know it's November, right? <laughs> when you see Christmas with the Cranks. If you see Tim Allen on your TV, you're like, fuck, yeah, it's that dude, time of year again. That's exactly what I thought about. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. I just think it's like Tom Hanks is like every fucking oh like excessively serious movie has yeah. tom hanks in it and then every christmas movie has is the uh, superior christmas film yeah with okay. will ferrell that is a great movie but i've seen it too many times yeah ah he puts he puts a uh, what's it called syrup on spaghetti because oh. he's from the north pole and he likes sugar that's how it gets done over and there. the first time that hit the 10th time it hit the 20th time it did hit but not as hard <laughs> yeah well it's a, oh dude so bts <laughs> yeah. oh, wow that was an hour tangent um so we'll talk about people getting cancelled weren't we yes. like people getting yeah the funny thing like yeah we'll Schultz, talk about andrew yeah. schultz yeah. yeah yeah we got so many people got annoyed at us i got death threats for like two weeks really these. yeah dude these, death threats these people who went to like like these stands, like like the BTS stands, these girls who are into like this boy band that they've never met, right? And they will just like die for this band. Like they will ride or die on this hill. Like if you talk shit about them. I think Lewis just told a story in the podcast about, um, and like maybe it was like uncalled for the story. It, it was pretty funny. It was clearly a joke. Like he was like, oh man, I was at my local shopping center and I saw these BTS stands walking around with signs. Uh, and he was just like making the joke. He's just like, man, they were just walking around promoting their new album, like not being paid, just walking around a shopping center being like, 
Ah, new album from BTS, like with signs and stuff. And those like, like actually BTS. Yeah. The people from the band. No, fans they're of fans the of the band are just walking around like shopping centers in Melbourne album. promoting their album for them because they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're their ride or dies, you know. That's hectic. Yeah, and then Lewis was just like, man, that's like that's like a proper mental illness. I would agree. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then he's like, I've never wanted to hurt someone <laughs> before <laughs> until I saw these girls, right? And then we put that on TikTok and then our TikTok guy, oh, for whatever reason... Did not think about it all. Tagged, hashtag BTS, hashtag K-pop, hashtag BTS stands. All the hashtags that these girls like <laughs> run through every day. We had 3,000 comments wow. of like, go and fucking kill yourselves. You are the worst people. How dare you? Uh, and they're calling us like like these like racial white insults. Like we got called like crackers. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was, and I got death threats for months, right? And then like just like on Twitter, I was getting like tweeted at like you're sick, you people. And then I was like, and then we just kept posting other videos because we're like, oh, this is like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like none of our fans are angry. <laughs> they thought it was funny, right? And then these goes like, Weeks later, they're like, why are you guys still posting? Like, we cancelled you. <laughs> <laughs> really? And I was like, oh, really? Because I still have the fucking login to my account. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Like, they, were, they were utterly confused as to why we were still posting. And then, like, they were commenting on my TikToks, like, hang on, guys. Like, you can't be going to his shows. Did you hear what he said about BTS? And other people coming to my shows are like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> when? How? Well, that's like... Uh Brian Callan talking about someone who like legitimately got cancelled mm. it's like he just waited it out and came back yeah Louis, Louis CK well, just, waited it out I saw Louis back. as I've said like right after the cancellation in New York got a standing ovation on the way on fuck it was his first gig back that is sick that's a bit of comedy history right there yeah if you want to live in the comedy echo Being chamber that good yeah, like, eh, I mean, like, D'Elia got cancelled. There's a lot of people going mm. down. I mean, I'm still going to go watch him when he comes here. I don't yeah. condone, like, you know, I think he's, a, I think, honestly, like, not a great thing he did. Mm. Like, he cheated. Rampant. I just thought the worst part about that was just, like, because there wasn't actually any... Uh, there wasn't any, like, legal no, issues. No, no legal yeah. issues. I think it was just, like, you know, it was into girls who... Just been a bit of a dog cunt. Yeah, just... And he was just rampantly cheating on his partner. I thought that was the worst part about it. Just I like, kind of agree, to be honest. Yeah, and I... But I st- I, just, I think you can separate the entertainer from the personal. I try to, you know. I'm like, I really like him. Yeah. His comedy. Like, I fucking love... He's hilarious on podcasts, and he's great. He was, like, an inspiration for me, like, coming up. So, I'm like... Yeah. You know? But it doesn't mean you have to, like, condone everything they do, personally. You can disagree with someone... Oh, I still like them. Thousand percent. Yeah. That was the that was one of the big things that I got with the Malcolm Roberts podcast. Like, can't believe you're having this guy on. It's like, Sorry. okay, well, I mean, I can't agree with everybody. No. And like the example I use is like, my mum hates the fact that I fucking smoke weed, mm. but she still loves you. But she yeah. still loves me. I still love her. I got to have a conversation with yeah, her. Yeah. Like that can't be that can't be the fucking linchpin in our relationship. Yeah, you know. And people like that's one of the just big problems with society in general is people it's like everyone's a one issue voter yeah. you know and if you have one issue that you're out of line with it's just like oh well we can't be friends yeah but that's like what these girls who are stands of these that's no it's stand is so funny what's it stand for didn't it start off with the m and m oh yeah people stand, stand. standing like i'm uh, a fan is that how it started yeah, probably. That's what I always thought. I'm looking at Ronan as if he'd know he's just got a drink while in his mouth gone, don't fucking look at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's like, man, I'm just fucking one and twos, baby. Yeah. One and twos. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, it was so... I thought it, the irony was, like, Lewis was like, um, 
you know, he joked, like, I've never wanted to hurt these people more. Like, obviously, he didn't want to physically hurt two young girls. Obviously. Yeah. Right? He's more meaning, like, that's fucked, what psychos. Whatever. He may have... You know but, what? Maybe he could have phrased it better. I nah, agree. He, it was a joke. Yeah, it was going at jokes. But, sure, even in the fact he could have phrased it better, who cares? I found it so funny that I got set death threats for a month. They're like, I can't believe you'd want to physically hurt a girl. I want to fucking kill you. <laughs> and I'm like, are you reading it? Like, are you reading it back before sending it? Like, so hypocritical. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're saying, right? Yeah. Because you want to hurt somebody, I want to hurt you. Yeah, and I just was like, Lewis then did a video about it. Oh, this was so funny, actually. It was, like, really funny. We, You know, Frenchie, our uh, friend who also yeah. does comedy. Uh, Lewis, uh, for some reason... I think yeah, Lewis t- t- changed his Twitter profile picture to Frenchie and then changed his name to Frenchie. And then he said, I, Frenchie, like, don't like BTS and I stand by what I said. So then all these girls, they're so stupid, they don't even, like, fact check or anything. Like, none of that. Then f- they all, s- the, Lewis managed to make all the haters go over to Frenchie. <laughs> he was so confused. He's like, what the fuck have I done? Just by changing his profile picture for two hours then Frenchie was getting hate comments for months going fuck you I can't believe what you said they don't even look the same and they were calling us racists and stuff they're getting confused between two, <laughs> two white, white guys because <laughs> they look kind of similar like, you, all you guys look the same yeah dude it was so funny it was really good stuff that is fucking funny and that's like they just don't get that they're playing into like your meme you know because it's like essentially luke and lewis is just like this ever-evolving meme it's like what funny shit can we we do can this we meme on? yeah yeah it's like they don't get that like their their three thousand comments is giving us more views like yeah. it's great like we I, I sometimes go into my comment section start a fight then leave and then i come back and there's 500 comments and the video has 200,000 more views and i will check my ticket sales and i'm like sweet <laughs> literally that's called playing the game like i go in and i'm just like you know, someone will be like, fuck you, fuck you. And I'm like, have you ever thought of this? And yeah. everyone will be like, ah, again. And then... Just pop it. Yeah, I have other people backing me up. So then, like, these threads get huge, you know. Like, I made some joke one time about, like, this uh, Asian dude on my show having a small dick because that's a stereotype. And yeah. the guy at my show was like, fuck yeah, oath. And I was like, yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm white. We're number two. You know, like, you know, your dick's this bit. My dick's, like, one centimeter bigger, bro. Like... We were like, you know, having this back and forth, uploaded at TikTok, you know, whatever. And people were like, um, what? You cannot say that about Asian people. You're not Asian. And I'm like, oh, no, but like the guy I was talking to was, and he thought it was funny. I had Asian people in the comments going like, but this is funny because we have small dicks. <laughs> what? They were like, I, some guy was just like, hang on, just check me pants. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not huge. <laughs> right? Like, it's just a stereotype. It's yeah. a joking, and it's not everyone, obviously, not all Asian people have There'd small There'd be penises. some Asian dude with a hog out there. Absolutely. Right? Mm. But it's just like a. Plain, but you're a genetic freak. Yeah, that's like me going, like, yeah, all fucking white people eat fairy bread. Like, <laughs> well, we do. We love it at parties, <laughs> but, you know, it's not everyone. <laughs> it's a stereotype. And uh, people got so angry. And they're mm. like, I just went in, started an argument. And then that video got like 2 million views because I just like went back at this guy and then went back at a few people. And it wasn't even like actually trying to argue my point. I was just like, said something dumb that would make them angry. And then, I, and then, cause I just knew, I was like, oh man, Shepparton's not selling very well. I need to <laughs> fucking start an argument right fucking now online. That's what sells. It's fucking crazy. It's hilarious. Yeah, well. And I guess it's kind of rude manipulating like, people but if they're dumb enough to be manipulated by that then then i have no sympathy (laughs) (laughs) well and everyone just feels like a bot really yeah it's a like there's no i don't know there's no like personal shit in it 
Yeah, it's like you you're having an argument with some guy called like you know Roblox forty six. <laughs> you're like, cool. I'm arguing with an eleven year old about the size of penises. I need to fucking get a life. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird that this is now my job? Yeah, very cool job. Um, have you found uh, Have you found that you've had to step up your business now? Like your, uh, you've had to really put like your business cap on oh, as yeah, things are improving and it's, getting bigger. It's like um, scary. Mm. Like there's a lot of money coming in. There's a lot of money coming out. Mm. Like that's what running a business is. Like it's just like, yeah, I think I've probably like spent, I think I worked out I've spent like maybe like 60 grand or something on this leg of the tour just being away. And that's like venue hire and stuff included, yeah. but like flights, like, you know, flying from... Perth to to Cairns, two of us, Meg and I. That was like two grand. Like it's hard to get flights these days. Every, there's stopover flights everywhere, extra nights in hotels. Like it adds up real fucking quick. Mm. And living on the road, like while you're working and stuff, it's hard to make home cooked meals. So you're eating out a lot. And um, yeah, dude, it's uh, you know, but I'm selling quite well. So like, you know, it just keeps coming yeah, in, like but it keeps coming it. out. And yeah. then I'm just like, uh, who? I'm like at the end of this, God, I hope there's money to put in my savings. But who knows? Like. That's why I've had my brother and like, cause when you're in the moment, it's so hard to like mm. go, Oh, we need to cut. Like, why are we paying for this? Why are we paying for that? Cause it's just like beep. You just do what it takes to, yeah. yeah. To stay afloat and keep these shows alive. But now the tour is going to end in a few weeks. So I'm going to have a sit back, maybe make a little more of a strategy for next year. This year was just like, can we do it? Can we mm. pull off the tour? Yeah. And it's involved me leaving Melbourne and not seeing my family and not seeing my friends for pretty much the whole year. Yeah. It's been like huge sacrifices. I'm the only comedian that's touring at the, in the moment. That's what's crazy is that you've just gone, fuck this COVID shit. Yeah. I'm going to make this happen. Yeah. And I've had a good run. I have been lucky. I got Melbourne done and um, Sydney done before they got really bad in their breaks. Yeah. And then I happened to just schedule it. But I also did that strategically. Mm. I was like thinking last year, I'm like, all right, Melbourne, Sydney look like they're going to come out of it. Let's book that in first. Perth look like they're going to stay all good. Same with Queensland. I'll book that in last in the tour. And uh, it paid off, that strategy. And I was adding shows everywhere and just... Yeah, it was... Uh, I think me, Arj Barker and Randy, the puppet, we're the only three acts that are touring around the country because I see those three at every venue I'm doing. They've either been there or their poster's up on the wall. Yeah, right. And we're the only three acts. So I reckon that's another reason why I've been selling so well is like yeah. people respect the effort and they also go like, well, there wasn't... There's nothing else. What to else see. am I gonna say? Yeah, so it's good. I've, I feel like I've capitalized on on a pretty good opportunity that I've made. I've made the most of what has been a bad situation this year. Yeah. Whereas last year, I don't think I did. This year, I worked my ass off though. And so. what's it been like with like once you did hire your brother? Have you got you got a? He's only started yeah. this week. Oh, so it's like super, super new still. Yeah, so he's, it's been so much good, so much better. Like we're still setting up. Like you know, I'm putting people on like a salary next year. Yeah. Like I'm putting three people on a salary. Um, it's a lot of pressure Fuck because yeah. you, you know, my brother's got a mortgage. You off? Love it to see, see you, mate. mate. Enjoy. Um, I just locked this behind Reigns. Dog cunts fucking leaving early. Randomly generated numbers. Right. So that was like a thing. Fucking wish Ronan didn't leave. We could look it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I saying? So my it's a lot of worked. pressure. Yeah, it's just a lot of pressure being responsible for three people's livelihoods. Yes. Like I've 
Ed, my race. Oh, sorry, my race. My editor race. My, my race. My little race. My racing. Um, yeah, like this is my girlfriend. Like we work together on a lot of stuff. So you know, she's gonna be on a salary. She's doing merch stuff, and yeah, we're like trying to create that into like a little clothing label. Like run that more of as a separate thing. Like I used to just kind of sell merch at my shows, but now it's grown to the point where like, oh, like we need to like now create cool designs and like yeah. actually try and make this run separately yep. and make all these areas and there's also like luke and lewis we have employees for luke and lewis as well so between yeah i've probably got like six or seven people that work for me actually between the two things it's, it is a lot of pressure it means you have to get up every morning and keep fucking working it's, which is good it's, it, yeah that that accountability is yes. good but it's definitely a gnarly sort of deal but yeah now my brother like he's you know he's my brother so don't let him down you know he quit a fairly high paying job to do you know to be my business manager so i have to match that and also like he's got a mortgage and yeah. a house so like i you know i've got to keep that's why i had to make these shows happen because i was like oh my god i've already signed a contract he's already quit his job i need to leave like yeah. otherwise these queensland shows aren't going to happen yeah. so i just kind of got on a plane like 10 p.m the night before darwin I didn't, yeah and then i just by 8 a.m i was on a plane to darwin yeah it, we, everything happens that quick at the moment like we just jump the gun pack all our shit in a bag and we haven't been back and we had two hours to pack before we left for like three months yeah, and our whole house is just like sitting there. It's just the most expensive storage facility of all time, just paying rent or something that's... But anyway, those are all things we'll try and sort out next year where yeah, maybe I shouldn't be paying that much rent if I'm just going to be traveling a lot and stuff. But yeah, everything kind of happened all at once. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. But you, you have employees, you, you know the same thing. Yeah, well, I mean, it's one of those... Um it's one of those things too that so Rones has been almost working here a year now mm. which is fucking crazy dude like it yeah. just has gone so quick but I'm honestly at the point where I think I need to put another person on more of like what you got with your brother you know like a business yeah. manager kind of but role then you spend a lot of time actually uh, managing yeah your police and then then you're like alright well you, there's always this like thing you got to weigh up of like i'm spending a lot of time managing the managing them right so then otherwise why can't i just do what they're doing then do i even yeah neither but you do like you need help you can't do things by yourself yeah you know yeah and that so. that's the yeah that's the hard thing to to weigh up but i mean it's like you kind of you can see even in like the numbers and stuff like that you know mm. you can see you plateau like you have these gross and then yeah. it goes like steady for a couple months and it's almost like you there's like a a jump you need to make and i feel yes. like i feel like for for this the big jump was having rones yeah for sure so like going from just me to then another person oh, one time i was here you were like working yourself to death oh, you're like oh i was up till 4 a.m editing i was like what are you doing yeah it was way too much yeah like way 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 too much so but you know i thought too that by getting an editor i'd be able to do less yeah. shit but and you're also doing this without a network. A lot of podcasts are on a network and have resources and stuff. Mm. Like, you know, like Hamish and Andy, for example, their podcast now is still the same company. It's They've changed company names a few times, but it's like SCA. Yeah. It's like the, the radio station. They still yeah. do their show at the radio station, right? They're yeah. still producers. I have a friend who works on their show still, like Radio Mike, who does stuff with us. So, like, they still have resources and stuff. Yeah. Whereas, like, we're both just, like, I don't have management. Dude, yeah. I, 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 I did it. I'm probably the... Yeah, I would have to be. I, I would. May, I think I'm the biggest independent comedian in the country, mm. easily. Like, I, no one else is doing like a thousand seats. Yeah. Of no management. So you are you not with um, Josh Wade and that crew no. still? Yeah. No, okay. Not yeah. Uh, like I just you know after COVID and stuff like 
you know, there was no touring last year. Yeah. And then I figured like, I can just do this myself. Yeah. So then, yeah, Meg helped me book the tour. I like just oversee it all. And then my brother helped a little bit and that's why he ended up quitting his job and now he's going to do the tour next year. Yeah. It's not a hard job, really. It's like, if you can talk to people, email a venue and... I know I've been doing this for a long time now where if you come to me and go, hey, this venue's charging this much, I go, that's too much or that's good or yeah. I know what it costs. Yeah. So like I, you just got to weigh up the deal and you're just all doing maths. You're like, all right, if we're making this much a ticket and we sell this many tickets, is this going to be worth our time? It's pretty simple. Yeah. I don't think you need management to do it and you don't need it. Like I, you can book in the biggest theaters in the country with no management. Yeah. They don't give a shit as long as you'll fill it. Yeah. Also, as long as you pay the venue high, they don't even probably care how many tickets you sell. They don't care how many tickets you, you sell, yeah. So, you don't really, I don't really know why you need management anymore because it's not like I don't want to get on TV. Yeah. A lot of people get it because they think they can get opportunities in radio and TV. Yeah. I also got on radio without management. Yeah. I think that it there's like a level of, of undeniability that you can get to too. Yeah. Where like even with your, I mean with your stand-up or I feel like with the podcast, like mm. you just get to a point where like you're certified. Like you go, oh, that's a legitimate dude doing yeah, that legitimate. Like a guy now. Yeah, people don't give, I don't think people would give a fuck that you're independent. People probably don't even know. They'd yeah. probably assume like, oh, you must have a manager. I mean, I, I work with my brother now. Like he's obviously taking a percentage, but it's definitely not like a, he's working for for me. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like, it's a partnership really. It's not really like a... Um, an external company yeah I hired a, I hired him I wasn't like reaching out like please book my tour I was like yeah oh can you book my tour for me and I'll pay you this much whatever yeah the kind of management I want is like I want someone to manage me essentially yeah like I want someone I I because I feel like I want to get a bit more of just like my general life back because I still mm. I feel like yeah you you have an employee that's here you know every day that Rones is here like I'm like managing his shit like what he's doing and and trying to plan the content and if I slip on anything it just means like the end result slips yeah and so if I want to have any form of a life then some shit slipping from the podcast yeah and it's just like fuck I don't think I I don't know that we're at that point like I think we need to be at the point where nothing slips and it's like that could just be an extra a person's job to just be like hey we need two videos to go up today two videos to go up tomorrow we need these you know even someone like i'd want to give them my instagram and just be like you do the instagram now Mm. you know there's just like i just think you get to a point where there's just too many bases to cover oh dude people don't realize how long this shit takes as well Mm. like editing takes forever like actually like just an instagram clip Mm -hmm. like you watch it for a minute probably took an hour Mm -hmm. minimum yeah yeah to get it right and to like cut the right bits and stuff like just and then export it upload it it's like the the process is time consuming Mm. um even like i don't think my brother even fully understood it he kind of quit his real job thinking like man i've worked in a corporate office job for five years a high pressure job pretty sure i can handle your little comedy tour yeah dude yesterday he calls me he says fuck me i just spent two and a half hours (laughs) on hold to Qantas." like he was just like jumping between trying to get like order me bags because we need to get like extra baggage to get from like adelaide to launceston next week and there's no direct flight so we have to fly back to brisbane and there's all these things he's like i spent half my day trying to get two extra bags just so you can get your merch there and everyone's always like, why didn't you do a podcast this week? And I'm like, because fucking Jetstar. <laughs> Not, but now I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. I used to be the one on the hold to Jetstar and why that, I should be making content. Exactly. And yeah. that's the thing that it takes away from like what you're originally yes. there to do. That's why we have this joke of going, 
Meg, I'm about to achieve my fucking dreams. And then I called Jetstar's hotline. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is what I wanted. Just, yeah, I asked for this. <laughs> when I went to my first open mic, I was like, one day I'm going to get denied 23 kilos of baggage. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it fuck, it's so yes. fucking true, though. Because that's actually the job. Yeah. That's, to me, other people see the job. The job people see is, oh, he gets up on stage and he does funny things. The job to me is running a business. Yeah. I run a business. Yeah. And if I get to have a bit of fun on stage at the end of the, that day, that's fucking great. Yeah. Well, that's how <laughs> I feel about this nowadays. The I podcast feel like is the break. The podcast is just like, oh, oh I get to sit. What do you, so what do you do? I was supposed to do admin <laughs> today and you're like, do you want to come on the pod? I was like, please, I need three hours off. <laughs> like, I just need to sit. <laughs> I did I went the uh, the other day it was like Sunday and I instead of reading I've got like a reading chair in my room you and that's, fucking loser <laughs> that's my what, reading chair it's a dope chair yeah of course but do you, you don't wank in it you don't do anything I don't else really it? wank in that chair to be honest <laughs> I'll often. go to the other chair yeah <laughs> there's a wanking yeah, chair yeah there's a wank chair <laughs> but like I uh, so I do my reading there and then I got up on a Sunday felt frisky and I was like, you know what? Okay, head to the wank chair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read in the wank chair. I was like, I'm going to go sit on the... I'm going to read on the couch this morning. Whoa. First time I'd sat on... And then I was like, when did I sit on this couch last? And then it was like, I'd worked it back in my head. It was like two weeks. Since you sat on the couch. Since I sat on the couch in my own house. Uh. So yeah, it's just like, but I fuck it, I like it. Uh, must be nice being able to go to your house. Man. Yeah, yeah, true. Mate. Here's you go. I can't even sit on my couch. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I got rid of my couch before I left. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do I still have a couch? Oh, I gave my couch to a friend before I left. I forgot about that. Really? Yeah, I was like, I don't need it anymore. I don't use it. <laughs> I was like, do you want it? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I use it, Eve's man. Yeah. yeah. Lockdown things. Yep. Um. Oh, dude, I just wanted to tell you. Oh yes. That's that text. I got an insane text. Um. From the UAP, the Australian United Party, texted me. I was like, how do they have my number, right? And I realized I read the thread. In 2019, here's a good exchange for you. Clive Palmer texted me. He used to say from Clive Palmer. Party? Is that his party? Yeah, At the time, I said Clive Palmer. I got this random text in 2019. This is I've completely forgot (laughs) about this. It says, your freedom is under threat. Watch Channel 9 between 7.20 and 7.35pm on Thursday the 7th of February for an important two-minute announcement. And then I replied with, Hey Clive, you could literally send a bomb to my house and there's still no way I'm watching fucking free-to-air TV. Put that shit on Netflix, man. <laughs> right, so then today, I completely forgot about that. That's a good one. One on Luke. Past Luke. Bit of a you funny. Should, you should be a comedian. <laughs> Today, I get one just a random text out of the blue in that podcast break that we just had where I went to piss. It said, you can never trust the Liberals, Labor or Greens again. Authorised by Craig Kelly, United Party. Click on this link. Don't fucking text me. That's gnarly, eh? So, how they're they're saying that... um, Who are these people? Well, there was... it's uh, I think it's Clive Palmer's party. Mm. Um, They... I've read or heard something or read something or somewhere popped up where it was like this party sent out bulk text messages, which is illegal. Yes. Um, but then those cheeky little dogs were like, oh, it's a random number generator. Hmm. Isn't that still illegal? Don't, nah. Oh. I guess that wouldn't be illegal to just randomly generate numbers and text them. I think that skirts the laws. I mean, I could randomly generate a number. Yeah. That's what they're... So, that's yeah. their way around the laws. So, that, like... And that's that's the fucking... 
that's kind of the problem that we're in with all this shit mm. is that we've just got all these that people text that makes me want to vote for the labor liberals and the greens and the greens more than at the you. same time at the same time just to spite you Fucking like, i don't even know what their eh? policies are dude but they're not texting me so <laughs> do you do you normally vote yeah i vote do you know what you're voting for when you vote yeah i like um I mean, I think everyone starts off when they're young voting for whatever their parents yeah. vote. Like, my parents... My dad's a teacher and, like, my mum works for retail, so they vote Labour, mm. right? Because, you know, like, they're, like, working-class people. Like, But yet, like, uh, I know a lot of people whose parents are rich and they vote Liberal. Mm. And But then they kind of do their research and they're like, oh, I don't agree with a lot of this. Like, because, like, Liberals don't really favour young people, right? They yeah. make white rich people even richer, yeah. traditionally. Um, but I don't really know enough about it to like actually have an informed opinion about it i just vote whatever i think mm. is right but isn't that what everyone does yeah like or they don't vote at all or they don't vote at all. yeah who like you either just yeah fill in your name and just go and yeah, draw, do the dick pic draw a dick and then yeah yeah it is hard to know though because that's been my that's one of the things that when we had malcolm roberts on he was like well the problem is like the people have done it to themselves and it was like yeah we don't vote but also who are we voting for seems like whoever gets in the party can axe them anyway and then replace mm. them with who like julia gillard was the prime minister of australia at some point how the fuck did that happen yeah. and it, you know and not, then people are, she got oh she axed kevin yeah people voted like, for kevin and, and then, then yeah, she yeah. got in yeah so then you're just kevin like, 07 i remember that campaign he that, played handball it was dope fuck he was a kook yeah kevin i mean bring kev back big, yeah big kev he's a great bloke i think he was good i mean i was you know 10 at the time but i was like <laughs> fucking good good bloke <laughs> kevin 07 that was a good campaign that they did there yeah but yeah I I mean, think, it rhymed yeah that's exactly. how they hey they got me i mean i wasn't voting at the time but I was on board. Yeah, free, I would have. I had a free sausage that day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's the problem why most people don't vote because they just see that shit and they're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, people get so pissed off just hearing like these type, like arguing. Mm. Imagine hearing two people argue at a party all night and at the end you have to choose one. You're like, neither, go home. <laughs> yeah, you're both drunk just, fuckwits. Yeah, leave. that's what it is. It's like they argue for months on television. You get so sick and you, by the end, they lose sight of what they're arguing about. Mm. Like, oh, the Labour said this. Well, the Liberals said this. And it's like, what are you talking about, like, koalas? And now you're talking about, <laughs> like, something completely different. Now you're talking about random... Oh, they didn't fund this. It's like, right, well, stay in the pocket of the argument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I don't know how you get around that. I don't know how we get better. Because uh, the... The I mean, one thing I'm not the person to ask. No, yeah, I know. Fuck, that, that's the one thing that. But the like, new Jackass movie looks good. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll keep watching yeah. TikTok. Yeah. On repeat. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to fix that shit, and I don't know what to do. And I like because I want to be more active. I think I everyone want be, wants to be like a yeah. socially conscious person that's like helping make the world a better place. But I don't know. Can you? Yeah, no, well, I'm busy, bro. <laughs> I got, you know, Steve-O's back. <laughs> so it's like, you know, he's got a YouTube channel now. Doing a great podcast. Got shit on, yeah. Fuck, there is a lot of people doing podcasts now. Yeah, not enough white guys out there no. saying it like it is. I think there's room for one more. <laughs> Who should be next? Yeah. Who's someone... I've that- got two. <laughs> What's that? I've got two. I'm part of the problem. I'm a huge part of the problem. No, nah, I think you're doing fine. Who should who should have a podcast that doesn't have one? 
Also, I was going to say, I was but he does. Um, <laughs> 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 it's very popular, actually. Um, Kanye. Could you imagine that? I wouldn't listen, but I'd watch the clips. Imagine if Trump had a podcast. Oh, yeah. That would be heck. No, nah, he shouldn't have, have one. Nah, he can barely have Twitter. That's 240 characters. Yeah. No, he, he shouldn't have a platform, that man. That man is... Uh, He's a wild dude. Isn't that crazy? I know, like, that was news five years ago, but I still think about it sometimes. Like, like that happened. Like, they made him president. We lived through that. And that was a thing. And it, and it wasn't that bad. Really wasn't. I mean, I wasn't there. So <laughs> I'm sure it was bad for some people, but I wasn't there. It's pretty funny, though. It's insane that that could actually happen. It's as it's almost as insane as like me running for prime minister. Yeah, which you should do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like get out there. Like, what are your thoughts on uh, economics and uh, is it, uh, international relations? And I'm like. <laughs> Come. <laughs> K-pop. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's like that episode of Community. Have you seen that where they're running for like No, what's class? I haven't seen that. Oh, you don't even know what that is. If I don't know about it. Dan <laughs> Harmon. Uh, it's a show written by the guy who wrote uh, Rick, and Morton, Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that dude. Yeah. Great writer. Yeah. Great show. Big time. Donald Glover's in it. All right. Yeah. Uh, Chevy, uh, Chevy Chase is in it. Yeah. Good show. Okay. I might add that to the yeah, list. Six of seasons in a movie. Things I should watch that probably won't. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, because it's a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where I was. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something. Is that I'm okay? actually I'm actually stopping to do my podcast and doing. I actually haven't announced this. Oh, what a scoop! A little bit of a gypsy scoop for you. Yeah, perfect. Um, I'm just going to stop doing my solo one and uh, doing one with my girlfriend Meg now. Yeah. Yeah. Going to hit that couples angle. I think I'm just better talking to someone. Mm. I find it more fun. Having yeah. a conversation than me just like, yeah, so this like homeless guy was just beating the shit out of a Lamborghini, which did happen. Um, that's the whole story. <laughs> I just walked past and I was like, I don't want to know why, why or how. Gold Coast. It's yeah, enough. Gold Coast. That's it. Uh, is, what's, the, what's the dynamic like with the uh, making contact uh, content with your missus? Uh, we're just terrible, disgusting people. So people love it. We just talk about, it gets too personal. Mm. that's the appeal I think we, we do it on Patreon already yeah and usually we have this barrier of a paywall so we behind say behind all the yeah it's it's on like it used to be on my Patreon now it's just the Luke and Meg Patreon and we're gonna start doing that yeah as a full time thing and I'm gonna drop my solo one but um yeah I usually uh, has that barrier of a nice little barrier between us and the real world it seems like where mm. we can just say whatever we want we've said some heinous things on there what's some of the weirdest things that have been said oh <sighs> Like just gross stories. Like one time, I uh, I accidentally did a come on the floor. I went, yeah, just didn't you know? It was it just dripped. I was trying to make it to the toilet. Oh, fell short. And just little stories like that. <laughs> Carpet or tiles? Um, I think it was tiles from memory. Tiles just, is easy. Just to things that you should never tell a stranger. That you tell. And, the, and, and now, well, it was behind a paywall. Now it's not us. <laughs> you know things that like. It's just a bit weird because everyone has the internet. My mum has the internet. Yeah. And if she wanted to, she could know that I've done a cum on the floor. <laughs> and that's horrible. <laughs> that's terrible. That shit you shouldn't tell your mum. Just shit that shouldn't be on the internet in general is kind of what we talk about. But again, that's the appeal. And also, I'm a pretty open book. Mm. Like, I'm open about, you know, money. Shouldn't, a lot of people aren't open about that. Uh, I'm open about, like, my personal life. Mm. At this point, I'm like, what am I trying to hide? Mm. Everyone knows everything about me, so... Is there any places you don't go? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't really talk about like my family and really close friends. Like there'll yeah. be things I keep off content for sure. Like everyone does. Like yeah. intimate conversations that aren't for repeating. Yeah, you, you have with friends and family, of course. But even so, like I don't really talk about my parents too much because like they're awesome I fucking love my parents but they didn't ask for this yeah like they didn't ask to be have a spotlight thrust upon them yeah I always think that about like Logan Paul like and Jake Paul they brought their parents into it I feel like their parents wanted they wanted it yeah Yeah. they're they're, they're white trash for sure but my parents like you know they're just they're just doing their own thing and they support me in everything I do and yeah they don't want that's why I just don't talk about them that much yeah and then that's it's good because my dad's a teacher, so uh, oh yeah, yeah, you know, and you've got a young audience. Yeah, and it's some it happens sometimes where like I get comments like, "Oh, your dad taught me." I'm like, "Cool." Yeah, right. Great, and I say things that obviously aren't appropriate for a primary school, and I don't want that to reflect on him. Yeah, you know, as on his profession or anything, and it shouldn't reflect on him. We're different people. Yeah. So um, yeah, I just don't that that I probably don't talk about them that much. I, I bring the, if they come up in a story, like I'll tell the story, like oh, I was with my parents and this happened. Yeah. But um, why would I, I don't talk about my brother that much? Up until recently, because yeah. again, I didn't want it to affect his career. Yeah. I didn't want that kidual association just in case I got back to him. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I'm conscious of is affecting other people around me who didn't ask for that. Yeah. That's why I was like very clear at the start of my relationship with Meg I was like I could just like never bring you up it's yeah. up to you yeah. she's like no nah, I don't mind right but you know my ex like she I didn't talk about her as much because she I don't know she she wanted to do her own thing and yeah. that's fair enough yeah. like I, I'm happy to keep things personal what are you do you talk about nah I'm pretty much you're an open book nah I pretty much don't talk about my personal shit like relationship wise right on here just I don't know I just feel like people don't care for me like it's not something that they want and then as well, like, the balance... I already feel engrossed by this shit. Yeah. As it is. Oh, yeah. So, time, sometimes I'm like, geez, it's all bloody me, 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 isn't it? Because yeah. that is my life. Yeah. It's, like, hard to detach from that shit. And yeah. then it, it's nice to have, like, these little islands where uh, people don't know. And, mm. you know, because the thing is, like, people really... I'm very open about, like, myself and, like things i think and things i do and you know that sort of shit like i'm fine with people like knowing me but yeah in terms of just like the personal shit yeah i don't know i just feel like there's like some little pocket that i want to keep as switzerland you know where it's just like you know (laughs) it's just like over there it's a neutral zone yeah it's just like there's no you know it's just not uh otherwise it just becomes too much and i just don't want to like play into that too but I definitely like people do love hearing about the relationship stuff do, from eh? Meg and I because she's in my videos a lot yeah. and they feel like they know us both yeah. and then I mean I do that I there's a couple I watch from America Cody Co he's like a YouTuber he, yeah. has, uh, he does videos with his girlfriend yeah. and me and Meg always watch them together I'm like oh his girlfriend's in another video yeah. and she loves watching the videos that his girlfriend's in because mm. it's like you can relate to it as a couple um, yeah. so I think there is a market for that and we like doing it together yeah and you know like we're at the point where now we're like you know like we're not gonna break up like we're you know probably gonna be with each other for the rest of our lives we, we don't neither of us plan to break up with each other so yeah, yeah. you know and so we're just like why don't we just have fun on record now because yeah. we have like fucking hilarious conversations in the car all the time and there's sometimes where i'm like man like fuck we should be recording this this is good shit but then there was also that thing for years of like i don't want to I don't want to make this our relationship. So yeah. it will be interesting, actually. 
to see we're, we're gonna have to navigate that of like what's for what's for public knowledge and what's for private yeah and obviously it'll be hard to toe the line but you can always edit a podcast if that some, is true yeah. if something said that you really didn't want out there you could probably just cut it out but I don't know that'll be interesting it'll be a new experience I'm excited about it so we're hoping to start that at the end of the year yeah right that'll, yeah it will be cool and I think that Meg's a performer too you know yes. like she's a she's like a comedian in her own yeah, in yeah. her own right and she's, she did performing for I met her she was like did musical theatre and she's very talented she's a great singer and stuff so she's not like it's not like I've just thrust her into the spotlight yeah she was doing that when she was 13 yeah she was like so. kind of in that lane already yes yeah I think that then makes sense I've definitely thought about uh the not I've thought about it as something to do but like you think about the way that people just get so obsessed with that shit though you know like if you dated a chick that was in the public eye in any capacity mm. and then you guys put that out there like fuck i could just see it reaching like crazy audiences like i can see why that would be a strategic thing to do too oh, youtubers do those fake marriages do you remember that like yeah they used to do, like these vloggers used to like fake marry people a youtube marriage mm. what hasn't jake pulled on like three of those yeah, yeah. Like, we got married it's like what <laughs> just to get like a couple more million views in your video that's that's a lot of money though I guess it's probably no nah. uh, I mean it's, I guess it's just like that thing of trying to top the next day well it's just relevance 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 like just doing anything to stay that that was the real thing as well where I I kind of decided to not have that be like a thing that people were after because once you give people that kind mm. of shit then it becomes they like want more and more and more you've got to do more you've got to you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's that's a sort of a trap to I'm, it. I'm I'm contemplating re-entering that world next year, but doing it on my own terms because I'm conscious of the fact that that's how Logan Paul ended up filming the dead body. What's that? Because he's just trying to top the next yeah. idea, next idea, next idea. Everything has to be better than the last video. Yeah. And like that constant struggle to be like, well, we've done this. What's some other crazy shit? And by the end, you lose sight yeah. of like your friendships, your personal life, and you're just doing fucking anything yeah. for camera. But what I essentially want to do, I've this is part of the strategy, I guess I was talking about for next year is I want to start a thing where I've already kind of doing these tour vlogs where it's like half vlogs, just funny shit. And then it cuts to me doing stand up. Mm. And I'll, I, for some reason I have this like vision that I feel like it could be a really popular um, uh, model is if I do like um, so I do like David Dobrik style vlogs but intercut with me on stage yeah and then it's like kind of like what Seinfeld was like there was that be bit yeah, like oh yeah. like that chat that was related yeah. it's like yeah. him and George would have a funny discussion and then it, and then it would back. cut to him yeah. being like you know when your friends do this yeah or yeah. It, you know cut to him at a dry cleaner yeah it, there's a sketch in the show like a the episode is about them being at the dry cleaners and then custom on stage going like, you know what I hated the dry cleaner? Not yeah. necessarily that much of a parallel, but just like, this is my life and we do plan shit like what David Dobrik and stuff do. Like, you know, they go out of their way to film content with their friends. I will go out of my way to like, all right, today we're going to like axe throwing and we're going to this place or we're going to go to a break room and then mm. we're just going to vlog and film it all and cut it all up. So you go out of your way to get the content, but then intercut it with like what, I'm selling which is the stand up mm. and I reckon that it should, could be a formula that could really work it's I don't I've never seen it being done yeah there's, you know there's like two there's comedians that do tour vlogs like yeah. oh alright we're in Cleveland like yeah about to do the show but I, I don't even want to really be like oh we're in this place I just want to be like 
we're doing a break room on the Gold Coast. Sure. I and mean, yeah, I'm doing a show here, but like, yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be my new format. But then I also worried that I'm going to get stuck in that thing of like, just what's, what's the next up, big one idea? Up, one up, yeah. But I think if I just do it a comfortable, like if I just, as long as I do things that I'm comfortable with and I'm like, yep. And not every video has to be perfect. Mm. I'm really excited to do that next year. Yeah. Because that's what I think the next move for me is. And also now I've got a little bit more money than I used to have. So I can like put money behind ideas. That's exactly. I want to do like bits, like radio style bits. You know when like, like Hamish and Andy like used to like do this crazy shit. Like oh we we attached ourselves together for a, a week. Yeah, or yeah. Or like oh we went to this castle and yeah. did this. Yeah. I want to start like, like running it like it's a TV show. Like I have producers going like, all right today we're gonna like build a hundred meter slip and slide down a big hill yeah. and I'm going to invite all my friends around I'm going to get beers we're going to have a party and then I'm just going to like that's a vlog yeah us just smashing beers and going down this hundred meter slip and slide and then it cuts to stand up yeah yeah yeah. I, I think that'll be like a good format yeah I've kind of got the same I'm, I'm kind of like reached the same point where I want to just put my money back into like making cool shit yeah and I'm fucking so keen for the world to open back up because through this podcast with so many people from all over listen to it i get messaged from so many fucking cool people like one dude in sweden messaged me he's like we have a 24-hour bike race uh like motorbike race when it's in like summer or whatever when there's only like two hours of night so for two hours you kind of gotta like ride and figure it out in the dark but for the rest of the 24 it's hours it's fucking daylight so you can do this 24 hour cool. race so like i want to go do that yes and then this dude messaged me he's from israel and like motocross has only been legal in israel since like 2013 mm. used to be like a criminal offense like you couldn't do it really yeah so and then this guy has messaged me and he's like please come to israel like we've got bikes for you and so i want to take like me and sam and like the crew and then we go there like legitimate production legitimate film crew like essentially like fucking top gear you know yeah and then you go there but then you sit down you do the podcast with the guy that is in like responsible for the scene of israel motocross and and it and it's interesting to follow like if i was a you know as a fan of this podcast as well you watching you go over and do stuff like that i'd be like dude this jace has turned it up like this is leveled up content this is interesting he's traveling it's new every week's fresh you know especially if you go to america and get that scene you you have access to way more guests yeah and stuff like that it's a yeah just that with everything like i always want to do these ideas as well similar that like where you can just go overseas as a joke imagine having that much money like (laughs) i that's all i ever want to do is just be do funny shit i got this message from a guy from i think it was like israel or something like that like a random country that i don't have many fans in it's just this all it was was just a recorded message on instagram no no caption nothing just sent to my dms hi luke uh hey my name is uh i don't know what his name is my name is adam and um i love your comedy and i saw you had show uh he, he was going in melbourne and um i just would like to know if you could fly me out um, and uh, I could come see your show. Uh, big fan. I watch all your videos. Okay. Thank you so much. I, I love you. Uh, I hope to hear back from you soon. Like this, that I got sent that video one day, and it was lovely. Like what a beautiful message. Yeah. Like I, he clearly thinks I'm doing better than I am. That but I am. Like, if you were at a point where sure, you could, but if you I would was, do that. that's a fucking great video. Yeah, yeah. It's I flew a fan out from, from like Israel, Israel yeah. to watch me perform to 100 people in Melbourne. We give him a VIP experience. We get him a limo to the show. Yeah. We make this guy's life. 
and you can like make this guy he gets a free trip to Australia wouldn't that I always thought probably like, wouldn't leave yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like I always just thought like those videos would yeah. be phenomenal but at the time I just wasn't in a position where I can like spend seven grand on a video yeah but and I still don't make that near that much money of videos obviously but maybe if I go alright well if I bring him to the show now it's got to the point where the shows are making enough money yeah well maybe I can be like let's put half the money I make from this show into this video idea about the show yeah and invest it back in and like, that's that's pretty much like um, it's fucking hard though the thing that I found so w- when we went to WA we did that drive across to West Oz yeah Lewis and I want to do the, the it's fucking the sick Nullaball. we have this idea where we want to do, do the golf course there yeah yeah um, we dude that was become a meme in our video was we were trying to buy golf clubs we literally <laughs> left the golf we left the Gold Coast and could not buy golf clubs we couldn't play it we couldn't shit. we went to every fucking place like yeah, right. Seduna no golf clubs Seduna yeah. golf club no golf clubs <laughs> like it was fucking hectic but that content like going to Manji yes. that was exactly the plan it's like this is a really hard thing to do there's two dudes that are extremely unprepared to do yeah. one of the gnarliest motocross races in the world we've got to drive four days to get there I can't believe you did that we're away for 16 days we slept in a swag for 13 of those 16 <laughs> days did the race I fucking crashed my brains out then we drove home and it was like really cool content but I didn't like I didn't have any extra money to put into it yeah, so it yeah. ends you end up just doing the best that you can yes and then the problem is is I come home YouTube took a huge shit I end up losing like that trip cost me fuck tons of money mm. because it was an extra on top of the podcast and also you're not working and, and I wasn't there and uh, everything just went to shit so like that was a bit of a lesson yeah. but I really want to make that and fuck it's one of the things I've kind of that's the struggles of doing things independently is that if yeah. you want to do those big ideas like I have so many big ideas you're not you backed to, by a network yeah. you have to fund it yourself yeah. but if you, I believe that it will work so I'm going to try and it, you know it's going to start small yeah. like I'm going to start off probably next year over summer you'll probably see me upload that video the slip and slide idea yeah. I was like what's a, a low budget video that will be great on camera be fun it's probably super funny and like just start small and then, you know I've got, I get offers from like local businesses like there's a the lumberjacks axe throwing place on the gold coast it's like man next time we come here we'd love to have you like yeah come see, on that, in that stuff's cool with like, friends and, like come axe throwing like break rooms hit me up escape yeah. rooms i'll probably start small start doing little shit like that and then you know i go there i give the business a shout out yeah and i get it to go bring all my friends for free yeah that's probably where i think the level will start but by the end i just want to be doing like stupid crazy shit where it's like wait he's a comedian it's like why the fuck is he doing this it's like because it's funny dude because yeah well that was my next point you know like one of the things i've definitely realized through doing this for the last four years is like i just i'm a content creator like i don't know why or where that come from but if i look at my entire life since i was 18 i bought my first camera like i just enjoy making good content it's just like a project and then you fucking do it if you nail it it feels good people like it and but it's a weird thing to like I don't get where that urge comes from to like create cool content. Did you grow up? See, I think it for me it truly stems from like being a huge fan of Hamish and Andy. Because mm. the thing that like I was a fan of radio, I guess, but other shows never like stuck with me because I used to get like everyone did. They got sucked in by like what are they doing now? Mm. That was always the thing. People used to talk about it at school, like ghosting. 
and like all this stuff that they did like oh now they're buying an island yeah like remember they did that they bought their own island and then they got fans to come over and be on the people's island nah. I used to watch this stuff and I'm like this is the coolest thing ever like that's such a good bit just yeah. buying an island because yeah. like you know because it's, it's, it's one of those things that's like it's one of those pub conversations like with your friends like do you reckon we, we should buy an island yeah yeah you imagine know? if we bought our own island even like I want to do that as a meme like you know everyone, everyone when they get drunk they go like if you're at a, have you ever got drunk at a food truck place nah all your friends go we should start a food truck we should get a food truck wouldn't that be a good video I was gonna food say food truck for a week what a great video we just Oi, you take know, it around to our should... friends houses set up the front and go what do you want mate and we just like make our friends can we do kebabs. it that's a great video yes because we got uh, do you have access to a food yeah, truck so we fr- should start a food truck fair, fair, uh, <laughs> friends of our show our Nikki trailers they make food trucks fuck so we should do we should just say to them like hey can we just borrow a food truck what would we make what would be on the menu I feel like I'd have to make like the Luke Kidd special what know? is that like wheat picks <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> Serving fucking wee pigs out of a food it's like, truck. No, nah, it's like, oh, that's a bit simple. Mate, I put banana on it. <laughs> you can fucking really sex up some some, yeah. uh, some wee pigs. Get a bit of raw sugar on there. Fuck yeah. Yeah, a bit of fruit. Stevia. Yeah. Get weird you know, with it. Get crazy with your milk. Almond, soy. I'll, I'll offer the lot. It's a food truck. We'll be doing almond. <laughs> we'll be doing almond. That, but you are right. Like, that is like funny shit yes. to do. And I was talking this about you the other day when we were catching up I was like oh man I would love to go to, uh, you had Logan on oh Martin, what's his name yeah, Martin yeah, yeah. he's yeah. from Logan <laughs> yeah yeah. Like I'm an arsehole the guy from the BMX guy yes I was Logan like man Martin. I'd love to oh that is his name yeah 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 okay for, for a second Logan from Logan but he is you Logan got both from things Logan. right yeah. yes you're not an asshole at all yeah okay uh, I was like oh man I'd love to go I saw his set up on TikTok like his home BMX set up in his backyard and even Ryan Williams yeah like I've watched his videos you know he's uh, that big mega ramp wouldn't it be great? Even if I'm not the guy on the ramp, uh, maybe we could figure out something where I, I go down on a bike and go into the big crash mat. Mm. So I'm not gonna like actually fuck myself up. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great? I'd just love to go around Australia and film with interesting people. They don't have to be comedians stuff. I don't even really want to film with comedians that much. I obviously would because they're my friends. But like, I want to go film with people I'd never otherwise be in a room with. Like today we're here and we're doing this, mm. and it's like what using a mega ramp, and it's. It's cool. It's good for both parties as well. But yeah. that only works with those people if you're getting views. So I think I need to start off small. Yeah. For one year, do I, achievable I could ideas. get you onto those places for sure, though. I like, just don't know if it'd be worth it. their time yet. Unless I post it on TikTok, then it'd be probably worth their time. Yeah, we'll just post on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just going to start doing stuff like that where I'm collaborating with interesting people who are doing crazy shit mm. in their backyard. I think that's what I want to do and make it like really tight five minutes that's why i still watch david dobrik have you seen his vlogs yeah they're not just, not a lot though they're just so good because it's like what is he gonna do next yeah and like you come in and any he, he'll brush over like a idea that would cost him like 50 grand and it, and it happens will be, in like 20 it'll seconds. Be 30 seconds yeah. of, of the video yeah and that's what keeps me coming back fuck i really he doesn't thought... even make it the clickbait Nah. he doesn't go oh we my friend went upside down in a helicopter he just goes like, ah, oh, she lied to me. It's like the title. Because <laughs> yeah. you click on any title he releases because yeah, you know it's going to yeah. be full of crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, I was really thinking that his podcast was going to be fucking huge. He stopped it. Yeah. It like, would have been. It would have been so good. would have been like the biggest one in the world. For sure, man. Like, it's fucking insane how well he would have done out of that. Yeah. I wonder how much that whole saga cost him. 
A lot. He'll start it again. He's just got to yeah. wait for this to brush over. He'll start it. It'll be just as big. Yeah. Maybe less big. I don't know. He can... Look at Logan Paul, man. He came back from quite literally the dead. Yeah. <laughs> he, he came back from... I I was like, what an asshole. Mm. What a piece of shit. And he would agree, I'm pretty sure. He seems like he's talked about it. I've heard him well, talk about it Well, I was going to say, I think that's why it worked for him. Is like he really grew as a person. Yeah. Like you could actually genuinely see the direction that he went in that i think that's the cool thing about boxing david both. could do that yeah for sure like he could definitely yeah. like you could or you couldn't like he could kind of choose it, feel, to, it feels like he's still trying to ignore a bit and just move on a, and pretend it never happened yeah which i it did lose a little bit of respect for him for but i just respect him so much as a content creator yeah. that i'm like man i don't give a fuck how toxic their friendship group is mm. this rips yeah they do kill it i watch it just as a fan of content yeah not even as a fan of the individuals in it. I'm just like, this, what you have produced here is incredible. Like, the ideas that you're coming up with twice a week yeah. in LA, just like, what can we film today? Like, let's get on a Hollywood tour bus, go around and yell at strangers in a microphone. Great. Done. Cool. Then that, the next idea. What's the next one? All right, let's go to Thingo's house and do this. Yeah. After a year, that's hard to keep coming up with new ideas. I just respect it on that level. Oh, definitely, man. And you're, you're right, though. Like, it does sort of seem like he is just trying to, like, brush it off. He wants to stay the same character. Yes. And it feels like Logan was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I probably don't want to be this guy forever. And I think that's what you're seeing with the... the I mean, that guy was the worst. The, the worst, start of his bro. vlogs. Like, what's up, Logang? Yeah. He must have known at the time that sucked. Surely, dude. Like, I've done some shit where I'm like, I know this is going to get views, but I should just do it. Yeah. You know, like, you don't know me, like the third one. I was like, ah, I'm not biggest fan of the joke anymore, but people love it. That's still not as cringe. Mm. People actually still like that video. If anything, I still think that's still funny. I've done some pretty cringy shit over the years, but like nothing where I'm like, what's popping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I like to think I'm more self-aware than that. But you got to wonder, like, the level of financial freedom mm. that he created out of it. Because, like, God damn, to just have... Like, that's really the way to guarantee a good life is, as fucked up as it sounds, is to be, like, completely financially independent. Yeah. And that looks... Di like, that's not to say you have to be, like, a full multi-multi-multi-millionaire. No. Like, that goes in line with, like, the way you live your life, like, your lifestyle, and yeah. then how much money that lifestyle costs, and then how much money you make. I mean, I, I feel like I've ju actually, from this tour, just hit that level where a year ago i would not have been in in the position to even mm. to pull off the tour you need to like i had to be the reason why i'm one of the only comedians touring the country is because it's cost me this much money a management company wouldn't put up 60 grand for husey to like tour around this year they'd be like can you just mm. keep doing radio and just like what's the just point? do it works yeah, yeah. Like, it's also hard it's a lot of effort like i'm i had to be i had to put in a lot of money to make this happen and obviously it's paid off and I've now since profited off that but yeah. if I didn't have that initial lump sum to drop yeah. on these shows and advertising and like hiring people to make it happen yeah. wouldn't, have, wouldn't have been able to do it so there is a benefit of like if you're like rich yeah. you can just like pay your way to the top almost if you're smart and if you're actually interested. you can't just pay your way to the top but you, you have to be good still Yeah, but you can like get a lot of help like we want to like there's producers and stuff who we've been at radio um, and Lewis and I have always had in mind like if we ever just like get loaded like we might just just buy them out like, we're, yeah. like what are the radio paying you and like cool we'll pay you more 
come, come work for us do that and they're like the best content producers in the country yeah and we, we that's our plan yeah and we've told the people in radio and they're like sweet let me know yeah I'd love know to they're yeah. like I'd love to I got that exact same the, a friend of mine she's like a she's a digital marketing mm. chick right but she's like gun she's one of those people that like when she got the degree and that was 10 years ago yeah. and then she spent 10 years just crushing it yeah. in that field like you hear her on the phone she comes in here and works every now and yeah. again and you hear her on the phone I'm just like oh, I fucking need you man yes. like you're the one that I need that's the thing that's gonna help me that. and then I'm like how much you make she's like oh like 100 grand I'm like fuck I can't mm-hmm. pay you 100 grand yeah so it's like you fucking wait that's why it like took me years so it was six years I had all these like things I'm like I just need to get enough money it was always this thing of like Let's get more money. And we were lucky that the guys who work with us at the time, like Keelan, who works with our show, like he was 18 when he started working with Lewis. We were lucky that we could pay these people like a minimum wage. Mm. But I feel like now for them, they've stuck with us for five years. They've believed in it. Now it's going to start paying off for them. Yeah. I think in the next few years, hopefully. Like it already is paying off for people who work for me and stuff. It's going quite well this year, obviously. And I think I can do even more yeah. next year. And it's not really about ticket sales and stuff. It's about like, I, I don't see ticket sales as like, oh, yep, I'm doing theaters now. I see that as a way to improve my YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah I'm like, exactly. dude, now I can fly that out that dude from Israel. That's yeah. going to be the best video. I'm That excites me more than like, you know, uh, the career yeah. success and like the, the accolades or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, if I can afford to like yeah. do crazy shit now, wouldn't this be hilarious? Because that's always been my friend's friendship humor. Sh- like humor yeah like we used to have this joke where we used to, it's called chairing where we used to just drop chairs on each other's lawn in high school and film it and put in a group chat and like oh he's got fucking chaired but imagine just doing that but like on it, a grand scale yeah so i like you just I got tesla bitch no literally <laughs> yeah. just be like i could like do that joke now i could be like so in high school we used to have this then i explain the joke and i show these old videos that we still have and i go so now I thought I'd step it up a notch and I'd buy like a 10 grand throne and just dump it on my mate's lawn. I'm like, you got fucking thrown. <laughs> just run away. That's to me is just the dumbest idea. So funny. Yeah. Just stupid. I That's probably not a great example, but like that's just the type of stuff I want to go into is like, even if I was wealthy, which I'm not yet, but like even if I was, I don't think I would ever live like... Mm. one I would just live comfortably and then spend all my money on trying to amuse people yeah. <laughs> even if it's just my friends like I would be doing like bits that like at the pub you know <laughs> like uh, watch me put four grand on this virtual greyhound race you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you just essentially turn yourself into a bit yeah losing four grand on a dog named Santa's little fucking yeah. helper I think that's all I want to do is just like put every bit of money that goes towards it's just like towards like amusement well i think that that's the thing about it like it just becomes your lifestyle yeah so it's just like this is what i want to do it's just yeah. fun to me and the the same you know like we that trip to manji like i wanted to race that race and it's yeah. like oh you can't take three weeks off work cool looks like you're working this whole yeah. time so you better film something and put it on your fucking youtube channel yeah before we wrap up this is one big thing have you heard about what we're doing in Gimpy next year no Gimpfest I fucking love Gimpy by the way (laughs) please enlighten me okay so Lewis is just there's like a big arc of the show right it's been a year build up already almost and it still hasn't happened right but when it happens oh it's gonna hit so Lewis did a show in like 2019 in Gimpy and we're all like why did you do a show there what are you doing no one's gonna come 
17 people turned up. Oh, one of them was a mannequin. So six people. <laughs> Someone bought a mannequin. Because we were, we were promoting the show for ages. He's like, no one's coming. You have to buy tickets. No one came. Did it at a golf club in Gympie. And then he said on the podcast one day, it was like this very famous thing. He's like, mark my words. I will never go back to Gympie. Fuck that place. I never want to go back. I know more people who like me live there. You can all fuck them. Go fuck yourselves. Blah, blah. And it's this big thing of like, fuck Gympie. And then I was like on the show, I was like, Lewis, it's time for redemption. One more show. And he's like, no. And I was like, episode 200 of our podcast. I'm Live like, from and, and I hear, I didn't tell him, but at the time I'd contacted the 600 seat theater there. And I just believed. I was like, I know people will turn up. It's funny. People will show up. And I was like, I've booked in a theatre. He goes, what? And I'm like, episode 200, live from Gimpy. It's already booked in. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's upon us. And that was just the first idea of like, let's just do one show on Gimpy. Then that got cancelled. The theatre temporarily got closed because of COVID. Yeah. So then it got, I was like, all right, we can't do it this year. So then it got pushed back to episode 300, which is next year. And now it's turned into Gimp Fest. It's like a full festival. There's people coming from Perth. I did my Perth show. And the joke is if you see us in public, you either RSVP, yes or no, if you're coming to Gimp Fest. Yeah. Like, I'll be out at a nightclub. People are like, sorry, bro, can't make it to Gimp Fest. I'd love to be there. And like, I'll be, I was in Darwin. Some folks like, I'm RSVPing yes to Gimp Fest. I will be there. Like, I'll see you next year. People are coming from all around Australia, all around the world. If international borders open, people will come from Germany and stuff. That is fucking awesome. And I reckon we'll get like two, a few thousand people come to Gimpy and we're going to do shows in the biggest venue like in Gimpy. And there's now, and because we started this one idea, this is like all I want to do ever. These, yeah. these ideas are like why I do comedy. Yeah. It's so funny. It's just like get 2,000 people to converge on, let's be honest, what is a fucking shithole <laughs> of a place. <laughs> like it's, it has a gun store and a bakery. <laughs> a beefy's pies. Yeah. It's a really good pies. <laughs> yeah. And, um, there's another idea that's come out of it like his Keelan's obviously on our show so he's like you know Gimpy has the last all you can eat pizza hut in Australia so now this new idea is we're going to try and eat out the all you can eat pizza hut like can we eat all of it because it's all you can eat so we're going to call them and be like so you're just going to bring everybody yeah 2,000 people like get ready because we will eat you out (laughs) (laughs) we're just going to get all the local lesbians in the area we need some strong jaw muscles in there But, uh, and then like, there's all these things that like little nuggets of things because the fan base is so excited about it now. Every week we get new little things of like, oh guys, did you know, I found out there was a Kijil Street in Gympie. So now we've started a map of attractions you can do at Gimp Fest. So there's a street, it's just a random street sign that says Kijil Street. People are going to be rocking up all day throughout the weekend getting photos in front of the sign. The people in that street are going, what the what fuck the is going fuck? on? <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's the shit that just makes me laugh more than any joke. Yeah. Is what about if we get 3,000 people to converge on Gimpy for a weekend? They won't know what's happened. It'll be like bigger than the Ute Muster and then it, <laughs> but it won't be like approved by the council. Yeah. <laughs> just everyone would just leave. <laughs> the locals will be like because they have a population of 20,000 people yeah. so we can increase their population by like 10%, 10% yeah. if we get 2,000 people there that is fucking bizarre and I think the reason why it appealed to a lot of people that idea is because of COVID no one's been travelling I think a yeah. lot of people are just like fuck it let's I want to do, do something. something yeah yeah let's uh, I, I know people like I'm getting everyone all my friends we're getting in a car we're taking all taking the week off work and we're gonna go get pissed and gimpy and like we cannot wait it'll be fucking fun it'll be hilarious we'll just, the pubs every night will just be 
heaving. We're going to have to like spread ourselves. Like Lewis will have to go to one pub. I'll have to go to one kill. I'll have to go to another. Just to like, because there'll be so many people to like chat to and stuff. Is there strippers? <laughs> oh, mate, the gimpy strippers will be. Oh, <laughs> Who knows? Lit. Get more girls. Ship them in from the sunny coast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bring them in from Noosa. <laughs> There'll be demand. Um, it's going to be, I'm just, that excites me more than anything. That idea is like, and just this idea of achieving this goal. Mm. And that that is like what I want to keep doing. Just yeah. things like that. We um we got our version of that is mid 2K. What's the, the bike build. Like at the start of, fuck, probably almost two years ago mm. when COVID first started, we were like, righto, let's fucking build these old two strokes. So we gave people like a year window and we had a hundred dudes buy these old bikes to like fix yeah. these old bikes and then we're going to have a race. But... Oh, yeah, all racing each other. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to like, mate, we're going to do a race. When is it happening? Well, well COVID, COVID yeah. yeah. So that's at the end. The, the, it fucking sucks because it was such a sick idea and it's got so much momentum. I There's know. so much behind it. And I'm just like, I have had to just sit here and take heat from people being like, when is it? When is it? When are you finishing your bike? Because I still haven't finished my bike. Yeah. And then I'm just like, hey, guys, we all got to pump the brakes. Yeah. This is a little bit of a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Mm. We don't know when it is yet, but I just refuse to do it when any person that think, wants to do it would miss out due to COVID. I think the the journey is better than the end result. Like, yes, the weekend will be fun and gimpy, but I think the year build up to me is like the fun part. Mm. Like those little nuggets of like Kidwell Street, let's eat out the Pizza Hut. Yeah. And now there's been talk because we realize how quickly... Because it's only a 600-seat theatre. is their biggest theatre there. So that's going to sell out like we'll way sell it too out, quick. Yeah. Like in like a day, right? And then... So was, how are you going to do how are you gonna so, deal with that? So then there was a chat. This is why the idea is so fun to us. Because things just... It just keeps snowballing. Yeah, yeah. Then we're like, Lewis, we're going to have to do a matinee. We're doing a matinee show, 12 p.m. in Gimpy. Then we realise, oh shit, like that will probably just sell out too. Now there's been talk of a dawn service. <laughs> 6 a.m., everyone files into the theatre after a night of drinking and maybe it's just like 10 minutes and we do one podcast, we go, go back to bed. <laughs> All right, we're fucking out. Just ideas like that is, uh, yeah, what keeps like everything going. It's so fun. And it's fun to be a fan of. Like I love... I love being amongst it and I'm the guy and I feel like I'm a yeah, fan of it. Yeah. Like people come up to me at shows like Sunny Coast last night. It's the place closest to Gimfest yes. in the country. So half the crowd was like, I'll oh, see you in Gimpy, bro, because they're in the mandatory four hours. If you're within four hours of Gimpy, you, it's, it's compulsory attendance. Yeah, okay. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, but yeah. you're, it's optional. That fits me too. I'm within four hours of Gimpy. You have to come now. I'll be there. Yeah, you do. 100%. I'll also be there tonight we just did three fuck yeah. three hours went quick then yeah i know so we three always hours. do this i know it was good really yeah. good uh oh, just another thing yes there's a guy driving up in our patreon discord uh from mel he's getting his light rigid bus license <laughs> and is driving up to gimpy from melbourne and picking people up on the way like there's people who have booked in on the bus fans who are like let's all travel together there's bus fulls of people coming I like it. So funny. <laughs> we uh we thought if we do Manji next year, if we go back, yeah. I was I was thinking that we need to have like meetup points. Yes. And then just fully convoy and see like how many people we can get driving yes. across the country with us to across do this the race. Nullable. And then like so you could just set up on the side of the road. Like we just camped on the side of the road yeah. every night. So like imagine pulling up, imagine fucking all of these dirt bike dickheads like myself 
that are driving to WA to race one of the gnarliest yeah. races in the country. You should record episodes on the side of the road. One hundred percent. Yeah. And like fully make like Mad Max fucking shit. Have yeah. like DJ decks like every single <laughs> night for three nights is like Burning Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's called like Gypsy Man or something. That's shit. so funny. Yeah. And then we just have like this huge fucking convoy party that goes along. And then there'd be yeah, someone yeah. that's like, I got a fucking semi trail. I got it. I think that's why being a fan of podcast is so fun because it's like that that community like that you've built sounds so much fun the community we've built exactly is, but if you're in you're in and you love it and if you're not in you're like that's weird why, yeah, why would you do it, that yeah but if you, when you're in on it you're like fuck yeah dude let's go in the desert and just do whatever yeah and that's what we're like trying to build like let's just do let's just make people care about this because it's dumb and it's and it's a distraction yeah everyone like everyone's lives suck at the moment and if they have something to look forward to like this one weekend in gimpy bro that's yeah. great yeah that's perfect for us it's just a stupid content idea but for them it's actually like a cool thing to look forward to so i think that's pretty cool no i totally agree well yeah we just did three hours uh I'll put this up straight away so you've got time uh, to get your tickets for the Lone Star tonight yes. in Mermaid. Uh, I will be there. Uh, yeah. It's the first time I've ever watched you do stand-up. Really? Yeah, I've like watched your special and shit. Oh, shit. Online, but I've never... That's a lot better in person. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm also a lot better now. Yeah, I bet you probably I don't are. like that special. No, you no. probably don't. <laughs> no. I don't like the first podcast I ever did. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, where do people get tickets? LukeKidgel.com. Luke Kidgel. I'm also doing Brisbane as well. And like, and just look at my website. At the end, the tour is pretty much over. But man, people have been coming out. I get people like, dude, Gypsy Gang. Fuck yeah. Great to see your show. It's cool. All right, well, I'm excited. Especially in regional Queensland. You've got a lot of fans up there. Yeah, whereabouts? Uh, like Rocky and yeah. Cairns and stuff. Yeah. Had a few people come. They always tell me if they listen to your podcast. Found you through Jace. Like, say hi. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> hi from them. <laughs> All right, Luke Kidgel, uh, serial offender on the podcast. Yep. Uh, fucking cheers, mate. Thanks, Amy. That makes me sound like a criminal right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> serial offender. <laughs> Boots. Thanks, mate. That was fun. We always do that. I know. Let's talk for three hours. Oh, let's just fucking just carry on.